0: Are you looking for a great story? Do you love Star Wars? Do you like podcasts? If
1: you said yes to any of these, check out the Redemption Podcast.
2: Well, I have less in my head than you do normally,
3: probably.
0: You haven't met the crew I'm with. Pretty much everywhere we go, our life is in danger.
1: Things didn't explode. That's pretty sneaky for us.
2: That sounds horrible.
1: Yes, please finish up whatever underhanded thing you're doing on the computer terminals at the Jedi Temple. Check out Redemption Podcast at www.redemptionpodcast.com.
0: A proud member of the RPG Academy Network
1: is a clock full of 11 million people living at the mercy of a broken sun ever since the emergency. The Church of Gov tries to hide the sun's slow death, but not everyone is fooled by dogma. Heretics
4: seek the truth, and four young heroes uncover a secret history. Splinters of a Broken
5: Sun takes place in an original setting and features a diverse cast of wonderful players.
1: In a world where there are hundreds of actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcasts, Tavern Tales is one of them but if you're a fan of humor great exposition and module play come check out our adventures as we work our way through the tales of the yawning portal and occasionally a dungeon in a box every month we also step back from the table to let our junior crew sit down to tell their story on tavern tales junior so swing by and grab a seat at the bar as we present tavern tales weekly wherever podcasts can be found
3: Hello, Guardians.
5: Mouse Guardians is a cute-as-heck podcast about mice living their best lives.
3: That's not even a little bit true. Oh, boy, howdy. I think we hecked up again.
5: Um, I'm living my best salty teenage self.
3: Y'all are a hot mess.
5: Mouse Guardians is a cute-as-heck podcast.
2: Protecting our territory and each other, we try our best to be the best, even when we can't because of feelings.
0: Hello and welcome to a very special episode of I Am Here. We are celebrating International Podcast Month. I am your host, Chris Berlew, and I am the Game Master for the Redemption Podcast. Podcasters from around the RPG community have banded together to create a series of one-shot games for International Podcast Month. Our goal is to promote diverse and inclusive gaming and to celebrate the hard work we do as podcasters. Today we'll be playing a game of Fantasy Flight's Star Wars role-playing game. Joined with me for the game are three very talented players. Portraying the role of a Chadra fan named Flip T, we have Jason from the Mouse Guardians podcast. In the role of our Salonian warrior named Lina, we have Kekers from the Splinters of a Broken Sun podcast. And, playing the role of an Ortolan named Hennessy Rebo, we have Kyle from the Tavern's Tales Podcast. So, without further delay,
2: a long time
0: ago in a galaxy far, far away. The camera opens up. We see a six person speeder gliding across the sands of Tatooine. In the background, we can see one of the suns is just coming up in the horizon. We follow the speeder as it pulls up in front of a large, dome shaped palace. This is Jabba's palace. You have arrived.
4: Who
5: gets out of the speeder first? I think that Lina, last name unpronounceable in basic but she's just known as Lena. gets out of the speeder first, and is kind of scoping out the area. Lena is a Salonian. I would describe that Lena looks kind of like a brown river otter that's probably one and a half meters tall. And, you know, she's got the brown fur, lighter belly, like a real earth world otter, with a harness on a la... You know, Chewbacca's got the bandolier, but she's kind of got just the thing to like hold her Salonian glaive at her back so that she can easily reach it. And despite being a huge otter, if you really get close to her, you can kind of see a twinkle in her eye and twitch of her whiskers sometimes.
0: Excellent. You definitely tell she's a warrior then.
5: Oh yeah, definitely. She's one buff otter, or Salonian.
0: Who do we see coming out of the speeder next?
3: A flip can come next. So following after Lina, a very short fan hops out of the speeder. You probably couldn't see him from outside because he's just under three feet tall. He has short, bristly fur in a kind of brindled, golden brown pattern. Uh, His top fur has grown out a little bit and he's combed it into a rough pompadour. His nose is flat and very rodent-like, kind of batty-looking. That's kind of a Chandra fan hallmark. He's wearing a jacket that looks like it might have been a little large for him, but he really liked this one. Uh, so the sleeves are rolled up on the coat, and it hangs a little bit long on him, but he kind of looks like it's been shaped to fit him. And he's also wearing a black ascot. And as he jumps out of the, the speeder, he just kind of looks around, surveying the area with a little smile, a little bit of a nervous smile, and he brushes a comb through his pompadour.
0: All right. Last but not least, stepping out, we see.
1: So a bundle of blue just falls out of the speeder. He's wearing what looks to be brown robe rags sort of thing, and there's like five limbs or so they appear initially, uh, as it's just a, a big tumbled mess. And the voice says, No, yeah, no, don't, 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 don't help me up or nothing. Whoa, hey. And as he picks himself up, you can see a small blue Ortolan squat, maybe a little overweight. His uh, hands are constantly moving. They're picking at his clothing. They are, you know, massaging and rub and pulling at his trunk and short gray bristles on the top of his head. He's got these big floppy ears, and there's several rings and other uh, piercings through them. And he has this nonstop roving eye that doesn't seem to really connect or look at anybody in particular until he happens upon Lina, and then he eyes her appraisingly before darting a look at Flip to see if Flip had noticed Hennessy, which is this character's name, Hennessy Rebo's appraisal of Lina.
5: Sorry, Hennessy. I was giving a appraisal of our stopping area, making sure there weren't any womp rants or any other creatures that might attack us around.
3: And I even help you up, but, but, I mean, you weigh so much more than me, man. I can't really do that, so, you know. And the way he looks at, at Hennessy is a little bit like he did, in fact, notice that Hennessy had been checking out Lena, And he's like, Mm-mm, nope, nope.
1: Come on, man. So Hennessy removes the dust from the robes of his outfit and then turns back to the speeder and starts pulling out six or seven cases, contain a number of instruments and other paraphernalia.
5: Lina helps with some of the instruments and then definitely pulls out her one small rucksack and attaches it to her harness and holds the glaive out and is kind of keeping a watchful eye for any hostiles in the area. Don't want anyone stealing the instruments or the speeder or anything like that.
3: Flip definitely does not help pick up anything from inside the speeder. He does, however, tap a couple of keys on a small sort of watch thing from inside the speeder zips a floating sort of drone it looks kind of like a half sphere with a camera on the front and it flies around and does a quick circle around the group camera facing them he looks at his the controller module on his arm and then glares up at the robot and taps it the camera clearly does some refocusing because it had not been working for a moment
0: perfect in the background, we see the building that you guys have pulled up to is this large, round-shaped building. Behind it, you see a much taller cylindrical tower. You guys have all set out to come to Jabba's Palace. And here you stand in front of it. Now, before we go any further, we need to roll the destiny. Oh, exciting! Everybody can just roll one of the white dice that have the white and black pips on it, and just tell me what you got.
1: I got one white pip. Okay.
3: Uh, one dark side for me.
5: I got the right. one dark side.
0: And I rolled one just because there's only a few of us, so make the pool a little bigger, and I got a light side. So we have two light side, two dark side. Cool. Lena, you said you were looking around. You see, normally Jabba's palace has a huge Durasteel door that's shut. Currently you see that door is it's raised up, and you see a mysterious cloaked figure walking in. And from your vantage point, you can see down the hallway see some small entryways to other rooms. You see two of the Gamorian guards. Those are the large, pig-faced warriors. They're brandishing, you know, large axes. And they walk towards this cloaked figure, who points one hand at one of them, and then points his hand at the other one. And they both start clutching their throats and fall backwards against the wall. And you see this cloaked figure just continue walking past them.
5: Lena immediately, like, has her glaive more ready. And then, Flippedy, Hennessy, stay back.
1: I'm still deep into pulling luggage out of a speeder (laughs) and trying to convince the speeder driver that Flip is definitely going to make payment on that for our our delivery to this palace. Um, I'm also going to inquire with the speeder driver if he has any tips and tricks. So I cajole him and say, So, hey, uh, you've been here before. Is uh, that the door over there that's open? That's the best way to go.
0: Yeah, that's it. I just drop people off here, go the other way as quickly as possible.
1: And, uh, you ever pick people back up? Nope. Yeah, that's not, uh, foreboding at all, is it? Not for me. He nods sadly. <laughs> well, there's always a first, uh. Well, you can call me if you're still here and I'll come get you. Oh, that's great. Uh, what was your name again? Uh, Tim. Uh, Tim. That's good. Uh, uh I like it. Uh, Flip will get you payment, right, Flip?
3: Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, how much was it again? 50 credits. Flip comes over and, uh, he pays the man.
0: He puts it in a little, uh, case next to him rather quickly and then, well, good luck. Off he goes.
3: Yeah, sure. Goodbye, then. Well, wow, this is off to a roaring good start. Well, we got here.
5: Uh, Lena's gonna run back because apparently she kind of ran ahead and she's gonna run back to them and be like, Uh, something may be afoot.
3: Now. No? Wait, wait what, what makes you think that? I mean, aside from that, we're at Jabba's palace and nothing could possibly be going on good here.
5: One person just went in, dispatched two Gamorian guards without even raising a weapon.
3: Now, that's impressive. Also, probably not great, but who knows? I mean, maybe they owed him money or something. Um, and, and also, he can kill them without doing. Maybe he used poison? Maybe he, like, poisoned them? I mean... That's not uncommon here, I think. He didn't touch them. Well, he could have had, like, one of those wrist dart things, you know? I met a guy who used one of those once. He shot himself, and I don't know him anymore, but I did know him.
1: I've been to Gamoria once or twice. Yeah, it was a a good time. I got thrown off the planet, though, after singing one of my hit songs from a decade ago called uh, "Here Piggy Piggy.
3: Yeah, I mean, we really need to work with your, like, tact a little bit, but it's a good song! But, um, we need to, like, brush up on your- on the crowds a little bit more,
5: you know? Don't feel bad, Hennessy. In my experience, Gamorians are not the smartest. They probably could not see the potential that you hold.
2: No, they're not the smartest, but they're stalwart and stamina-laden lovers, that's for sure.
3: They're also very strong and are likely to kill us, so. But of course, those ones are dead.
1: Are they dead or just uh, passed out? I start to move towards them.
5: Step lightly, and she moves in front of you because she's your bodyguard.
0: Okay. You walk into the door or just up to the door?
5: Uh,
1: Well, now that Lynn is ahead of him, he'll just eye her backside appreciatively and allow her to move on to see if she goes through the door or not.
5: There's a tail there.
1: (laughs) Yes, there
3: is. And Flip punches him in the leg.
5: When we're walking in, Lena's going to try to kind of nudge one of the Gamorreans with the non-pointy end of her glaive, like the stick of it, to just kind of see if he's breathing still.
0: As you go up and you start nudging him, he slowly opens his eyes and kind of looks around, a little confused. What's going on?
3: Hey, you okay, buddy? Flip asks and he, the camera comes over and does a little pirouette around the Gamorrean, like taking a quick snapshot of him
0: as you look at him he's not your typical gamorian he's got a weird scar across his neck oh and you realize he just spoke basic most gamorians don't that's a little odd
3: it is a uh, real quick question i know we unloaded the luggage do we have like are we able to carry all of our luggage with the instrument or do we have like a hover little small hover cart or something to pull them along
0: you have a hover cart that's fine I cannot imagine Hennessy trying to carry his luggage.
3: No.
5: And Lena wouldn't carry all of it because she has to keep the her eyes on around and be the bodyguard, but
3: but not carrying it. Yeah. And Flip just wouldn't. So Hennessy's gonna check
1: the guard to make sure he's okay. His nimble fingers flitting here and about across his armed body, double checking like for a. Gamorian pulse is what he's trying to come across with, but he's really just you know patting him down to see if he's got any hidden weapons or a a small cred stick sitting you know, hidden away in a pocket.
3: Oh, are you checking the other one now?
1: Sure. I can be checking the other one. I, I was going to check the one that's no. Oh oh
3: oh okay, that's fine. i that's that's fine. I just wasn't clear.
1: Yeah, you pat him down.
0: You find a couple of credits. Uh, you see his axe is sitting at his feet, and he's wearing the traditional kind of Gamorian guard outfit, so it's kind of like fur shorts. Almost bikini with kind of the leather top on it.
3: So very attractive.
0: As you're patting him down, you can tell he's waking up more and more, and he's kind of starting to push your hands away a little bit, looking a little confused.
1: Hey, buddy, you're all right. It's like you had a, a bit of a bump in the uh, head. Uh,
0: done. Done with this. Uh, uh, all this crazy, crazy force stuff. I'm done with it. First it was a droid that thought he could use the force. Now this guy... And he starts standing up, and you see him just start walking out the front door.
1: I'll try to help him up, and I'll, I'll inquire more directly. Be like, what do you mean, a droid with a force? Sounds like a tail. C-
0: crazy droid thought he could use the force. Not, not here.
1: Another
3: planet.
5: And that uh, person in the cloak used the force on you?
3: Oh, yeah. It choked me. You sure he didn't just, like, poison you? Like, like, an asphyxiation poison? That's a thing, probably. Nope.
0: <laughs> nope. No sharp sting before.
3: Oh. Oh, well, this bodes well. I'm sure everything's going to be fine.
0: He's saying this as he's walking out.
3: Uh, hey, buddy,
1: it looks like you dropped this when you fell down. And as he goes to leave, I, I pass him back one of his little, little cred sticks that I slipped off his body. But I also happen to have, like, one of my albums also in there as well. And I'm like, I'm like there you go. Sorry, it looks like you dropped that
0: nods his head and said he's making a beeline out he looks like he's done being a guard he wants to go do something else
3: well a gamorian that speaks basic and someone who apparently uses the force yeah all right normal day fine uh how's the other one looking
0: uh he's just waking up he's looking very confused and picking up his axe and he's looking tentatively at you guys and a little concerned
3: we didn't do this if that's not clear
0: he picks up his axe and he's looking around and he just Holds his hand out towards you guys and points to the door. And then he points at you guys and he points out. You can tell he's telling you guys to leave.
3: But uh, we're here to see um, my, my buddy here. He's, uh, he's related to Max, you see. And uh, we're here to visit him. Uh, I'm, I'm sure uh, they wouldn't want you stopping us, right?
0: He shakes his head no and just points at you and points at the door again.
5: Isn't there someone we could talk with? We're here to see... The esteemed Max Rebo, and also can to deal with your master, Job of the Hut.
1: I've got some ranks in education and uh, some Outer Rim stuff here. Can I make a roll to know a few uh, Gamorrean words or understand him a bit, so that he can we can have a bit of a dialogue? You said you have ranks in education. Yep, two. It says two ranks in education. Sure.
3: Yeah, so given that you've uh, apparently slept with a Gamorrean, maybe you picked up something there. I, d- I
1: did pick up several things, but those were all curable with good drugs.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could speak
0: Gamorian if you'd like.
1: I'm fine with that. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'll know a little bit in Gamorian, so I'll, I'll snort and snuffle. And uh, I think Gamorian, the language, also has really interesting footwork that's involved because Gamorian have really uh, prehensile toes from their days of digging and whatnot. So there's lots of toe work that is also involved in their language, which might speak why people think they're dumb, because most of the time Gamorians are looking down at other people's feet for language cues. Okay. I will, uh, I'll, I'll shuffle my feet around a little bit and say, you're sticking around, you're acting as a guard, your fellow guard just quit.
0: He responds back, and you, you understand it. Don't care about him. Blue is weak. My job, guard the door. If you're not on the list, you don't come through the door.
1: Um, well, where's the list, friend?
0: points at a computer terminal.
1: I'll go take a look at the list and because I'm pretty sure we've got an appointment that I'll see our names on it.
0: You can tell the list is a combination of whoever job was put on it and then whoever the droid that's in the door authorizes to come past. Currently, you guys don't see your names on the list.
1: Oh, perfect. Okay. Is there any cool names on the list that I might be able to fake being?
0: Sure. Who would you like to fake being?
1: Uh, let's, let's go with Oh, what was one of the names of the bounty hunters that was in the, the room to begin with? The really
3: cool one. I will point out we did just claim that you, or I did just claim that you are related to Max. So that could be a pro. But that's fine. Do your thing.
1: Let's try to pretend that we're one of these. The I, I'm just going to point to one of these bounty hunter names at random here and uh, and be like, yeah, we're with this guy. That's, that's him right there.
3: Oh, with him. I see. All right, just a second. Let me get a name. Uh, oh God, what's the, what's the, um, lizard dude? Bosk? Bosk.
0: Sure, you could use Bosk. So you see Bosk's name on there, and you know that Bosk is a pretty famous Trandoshan bounty hunter. And it looks like, uh, Bosk has kind of a free pass to come and go whenever he needs to.
1: That's it, perfect. I'll be like, yeah, I'm with Bosk. Uh, this one over here, the giant otter. Attractive, gorgeous one, which I do a little dance with my feet for. Uh, as I refer to Lina, I say, uh, Yeah, she polishes his guns nod nod wink wink
0: why don't you make a quick deception check you're gonna roll your deception score perfect or ranks and you're gonna go against his perception yep which he's not the most perceptive so it's just two purple dice is your difficulty
1: now i also have these like two black minuses next to deception
0: uh if i had given you setback dice you could get rid of them
1: oh okay perfect I have one success and two advantage total.
0: He looks at you guys and then steps to the side. Uh, He is buying the fact that you guys are with Bosk, and he he looks at Hennessy and, uh, Sorry, just
1: doing my job. And a good job you're doing, friend.
0: Then he looks towards the door and looks kind of confused and looks at you. Why didn't you shut the door?
1: Well, I I didn't open it in the first place, but I can gladly do so if you want to.
3: Close the door. Also, we don't know where the controls are.
0: He walks over and he's pulling a lever trying to get the door to shut. But the lever seems to be bent, so he can't seem to get it shut.
3: Oh my. I would like to try helping him out. Okay. Flip comes over. Always good to build goodwill. New friends. And uh, I have one rank in mechanics. Okay. So he'd like to come over and kind of give it a little Chodra fan, you know. Magic.
0: Go ahead and make a mechanics check. Difficulty of the uh, average again. So you have two purple dice. All right.
1: Two purple. Uh...
5: I just want to say that while all this is going, uh, Lina does not know Gramorian and doesn't really understand what they're talking about. So, like, all she's been doing is looking back and forth at whoever's talking and just sort of, like, nodding with whatever Hennessy has said. It's just sort of like, I don't know what's going on. I'm not the brains of this outfit.
3: Okay, so that's, uh, uh that's... Two successes and one advantage.
0: There's a lever that they normally just pull back and forth to open and close it. That lever somehow right. got towards the wall and jammed against the wall so he couldn't pull it. Oh. You were able to loosen up some bolts in the bottom and kind of pull the base out a little bit and get it so that he could pull it. Great. Well, now that you're looking at it, though, this is a steel handle. This Gamorrean could not bend it in place by himself, and he is very muscular.
3: Well, that doesn't bode well at all. I don't. Mm, all right. Well, there you go, buddy. I'm glad. Uh, glad we could get you set up here. I didn't want you to get in trouble or anything for this door being open. I want to remind you that we did not do this. (laughs) This is not our fault.
0: He nods at you and then all of a sudden there's a a look in his eye that you see flip and it's kind of a look of, he just remembered what happened. He was unconscious for a little bit. His memory was a little jarbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden he takes off running down the hallway, picks up his axe and he is just charging down the hallway.
1: Which way? Further into the palace. Oh my. I'm going to truck along behind him. All
5: right, guys, maybe we shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, Flip. You've hired me to keep watch over you and protect you. I'm sure that whatever person went in there is more concerned with dealing with someone inside than with us. But we're inside! You know what I mean.
2: The party's this way!
5: Oh, oh. Criff! All right!
0: Just as you go to take off down this tunnel, and it's a a long kind of dark, smoky uh, hallway, but there's several little alcoves and some small rooms. Hennessy, I would like you to make a discipline check, and your difficulty is going to be three purple, and I'm going to throw in a black die for you, because this is a situational thing.
1: I have rolled and have achieved four threat
0: total. As you go to follow the Gamorrean, the smell fills your nostrils, and it's the familiar smell of a hydroponics room, and you can smell it coming off to the right. Whoa. As you know, something is... I mean, hydroponics are used for growing interesting things indoors.
1: Great. Um, does it smell like giggle dust, maybe? is a sandy brown dust of... Uh... It's a spice flavor that comes from these beautiful red and orange flowers. Yes, it does. Yeah, who cares where a Gamorrean's going? Exactly. <laughs> I was wrong, the party's that way! And I immediately turn to the right.
5: Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, what is that way?
3: I don't know, but it's not the other thing. I trust you, Lina. I do. I do really, but, like, I really don't want to be there with whatever is going on, goes on. So, I don't know.
5: Hennessy, do you think that the party is where your father, Max, would be?
1: No, I just smell something delightful. Something's gonna take you, take the edge off, put you on a place where you're just floating in a breeze of ethereal wonder.
5: Ah, you're talking about drugs again. All right.
3: (laughs) He's always talking about drugs, let's be honest.
5: No, sometimes he talks about music or food.
3: And sex, always. Those are the three. Yeah, but those things almost always also have to do with drugs. And they
1: almost always all happen at the same time.
3: If you say so. Uh,
0: You follow Hennessy's nose into a room. You have to kind of go up a small little incline to an upper portion of the entryway. You walk in the room and it, it's very moist in the room. The humidity is really high. Like as soon as you walk in, you can feel your skin getting wet and you see all sorts of little plants growing. The majority of this room has these small amphibious creatures growing in these different little chambers.
5: Uh, Lena's going to look at everything and and try to see if it's a danger or not besides getting someone high.
0: Right now, unless you're allergic to uh, amphibians, nothing in here is really going to be threatening.
5: Okay.
1: I move over to one of the flowers that's blooming towards the middle my trunk hastily reaches out and starts sniffing in at the nectar there within and hennessy's just making satisfied noises from his mouth uh, has completely tuned out his two compatriots
5: flip do you know what these little creatures are for are they some other type of drug
1: flip
0: you've been with hennessy in several different locations it's true flip you're looking around and you know that these are delicacies usually served in some fancy restaurants or other places where people have money
3: uh no no they aren't although i mean like i've seen people eat them and like flip out like they were drugs but no they're just really popular uh i'm not a big fan kind of gross if you ask me but a lot of people like them so this must be like the i don't know pantry it's
1: heaven is what it is. Yeah.
5: Well, now that you've uh, got your head full of whatever that type of drug is, perhaps we should go see if anything has happened.
3: Lena, how about we, um, instead of following the danger, why don't we go try to go around and come from the other side, and make it look like we've been here and didn't just arrive with um, whatever the danger was that is here, you know? Well. What do you think about that?
5: That is fine, but I thought that since we had been coming in a much later time, it would be easy for them to understand that we had not come with the cloaked figure, but if that's what you want to do, Flip, we can do that.
3: Well, uh, I mean, that's kind of fair. Uh, hmm. You are the bodyguard. You just, you, uh, you lead on on this, I guess.
5: All right, then.
0: Everybody make perception checks, and the difficulty is just two purple dice.
3: Did Hennessy actually like snuffle some of the uh, stuff, or was he just admiring it?
1: Oh, tons.. Okay. Hennessy,
0: wow. give yourself a black die because you're not paying attention really all that well?
3: You bet I have two successes. Okay. I have four
1: advantage and zero successes.:
5: I have two advantages and three failures.:
0: As you guys are having this conversation flip, you hear... From down the hallway towards where the Gamorrean ran, you hear a lot of cheering going on. Ah. Also, further in this room, up top, you hear movement and some metal being dropped. Did you have any advantages left over?
3: Me? No. Okay.
0: Hennessy, you hear some sounds coming from up above you, and you hear some sounds of some metal being kind of dropped, but the cheering you don't. Do you think that's just part of your...
3: Euphoric state. Did the, the metal clanking sound like...
0: Sound like somebody dropping something metal on a metal stairway.
1: Uh. And is there any way to get up there to see what's going on up there?
0: There's a small spiral okay. staircase that goes up. It looks like into like a ventilation and uh, moisture collection system in here.
1: Um, Hennessy is going to beckon and gesture to his colleagues that he, and he points up there to his big ears that he, he overheard something and that we should proceed up the stairs and have a look. But he says quietly.
3: Yeah, not saying anything. Flip points at the camera droid, and then at the control and display on his wrist. Suggests he send that up to Scout. You can do that if you'd like.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay, then Hennessy goes back to sniffing flowers.
3: (laughs) Just gonna have it peek up the thing a little bit.
5: A very prudent plan. Yes, thank you.
0: Camera goes up, and you see it's a small ventilation and moisture control room, and as it gets up there, you see the backside of a jaw wall go kind of running in between two pieces of machinery, and then he kind of ducks into a, a little hidden doorway as he kind of shuts it, and it looks like it's part of one of the moisture converters.
3: Well, that's weird. Ah, uh, hmm. Okay, so they appear to have jawas in the walls. That can't be uncommon on here. tatooine Yeah. So... He calls the camera back down. Is that staircase up there the only other way out aside from the way we came? Yes. Oh. Uh, so up there is kind of a dead end except for this small thing which I think we might have problems fitting in? So, I don't know. There's a Jawa up there and he just went into like, like a secret door. I mean, we could check it out but I don't really know if that has anything to do with us.
1: Well, what's the Jabba doing? it would be dropping metal stuff up there. Is he stealing from Jabba?
3: I mean, probably. Sounds like there's a, a song in
1: there about Jawas and Jabbas. am um, sure, buddy. Uh, I'll- I'll- I'll note that. So, uh, what was that Jabba doing?
3: I don't know, he just- he dropped something, and then he scurried into a little, like, compartment on one of the moisture evaporator things. I mean, we could check it out, maybe, like, I don't know, earn some goodwill. But, like, also, I don't know if it's worth our time. Up to you guys, though.
5: Well... I've made my position clear that I would prefer for us to proceed in and deal with the business that we have to deal with.
1: Yep. Uh, Hennessy is already climbing the stairs. Of course he is. He's going to go and have a look and see what the Jawa was doing.
0: You get up there and you see a couple of just small random parts. Just little metal gears and little electronic boards. Kind of look like it dropped as he was running away. It looked like... You coming into the room might have kind of spooked him a little, and he was trying to get across there quickly, and when he dropped something, he just took off running.
1: In the process of stealing things, or what was his, uh, like, was he working here, or?
0: Just from what you see, you really couldn't tell. Hmm, Okay. But if you made a average mechanics check, that might give you a little more information. So just uh, two purple dice.
1: I have three successes and a threat.
0: You can tell the circuit board goes to a speeder. Would not go on anything up here, and the small little gears. Therefore, uh, different types of speeders. So there'd be no reason to have these parts up here.
3: That's weird. Interesting. I'm assuming Kicker is that Lena followed him up, given the whole bodyguard business.
5: Yes, indeed, she did.
3: Flip follows up after her.
1: Hennessy says, uh, "Yeah, it's weird. Uh, not that I know much about these things, but this is a speeder control panel." I don't think it'd be long up here at all, you think?
3: That is really an oddly specific thing for you to know, buddy. But still, no, I think you're right. That does seem like a strange thing to have up here. I don't know. And where is the door that the Jawa disappeared into?
0: Straight ahead and a little bit to the left. All right.
3: Uh, and how big is the thing? I mean, obviously it was big enough for him to get into, but...
0: Four and a half feet tall, a couple feet wide. Oh, okay. What it looks like is, on the moisture converters... There's several pipes that come down that keep collecting moisture and recycling it. It looks like they've disguised the door as one of these pipes. So you could just oh, gotcha. pull the pipe open and go right in.
3: He doesn't move past Lena. but he, like, points around her and goes, Hey, went in that? I know it looks like a pipe, but it's, I mean, it's not.
5: Well, if any of us are small enough to get in there, it would be you, Flip.
3: I actually think, from what you just said, I think all of us could fit in there.
5: Okay.
0: You open it up, you see it's just a short little tunnel that opens up into a room.
3: Oh, gotcha. Lina
5: can walk on four legs, so... Yeah, but it's also,
3: did you say four and a half feet tall? Yeah. Pig?
0: yeah, it's not hard. It's big enough for a Jawa to walk through comfortably. Yeah. Maybe for a uh, Hennessy and Lena they have to crouch down.
3: Yeah, how tall is Hennessy?
1: Oh, Hennessy's not very tall. Ortolans are pretty small. But he is wide.
5: Oh, yeah, they're more wide.
1: I prefer round...
3: Well, do we want to, like, explore this mystery, or- Yeah, what am I saying? Of course Hennessy does.
1: Yeah, the door's open, let's go on through. Lena.
3: after you. <sighs> he just shrugs at Lena.
5: Uh, I just want to mention that Lena just does not care about anything Hennessy says when it comes to that sort of thing. She just kind of nods and attaches her glaive back to her back and crouches down and, and gets on all fours to crawl through.
3: Oh, also now that Flip knows that it's a Jawa, he keeps the droid far behind him following that.
0: Good plan. So you guys enter into the little room, and when you walk in there you see organized chaos it looks like, you see several parts of random machinery and different things stacked all around the room, and you see eight Jawas, that are all kind of huddled in the opposite corner, and they're all kind of chittering amongst themselves and kind of looking towards you guys. You can see that they've organized piles of stuff that are similar. And they're looking at you guys a little nervous.
5: I want to say that Lina would know their language because apparently, like, Jawas are like a type of rodent species in Star Wars that hide under cloaks.
0: Jawas are everywhere, so there's no reason why Lena uh, would not know their language.
5: So Lina is going to say... Hail and well met. Sorry that we have come in through this opening, but we appear to be a little lost, and we're hoping you could give us directions.
0: You see, seven Jawas all kind of look towards one Jawa, and they all kind of slowly push the one Jawa up to the front, and he looks at your direction, but he's kind of looking more towards your feet, kind of with his head down, and you can hear him. Um, I, I, uh... I can help you get to where you need to be.
1: Does he say that in Jawa'i's?
0: Yes, he does. And he's definitely looking a little nervous and kind of a little bit ashamed. And Flip, you can tell by the discoloration in his robes, the pattern that the discoloration makes, this is the one you saw on the camera.
3: Ah. So he's ashamed of being caught. Correct. Well, he's not going to point out that he has a recording of him.
0: If... I show you where you want to go. Will you promise not to tell the big boss where we are?
5: Of course. We won't tell anyone. We have no need to be so hard-hearted towards you. Hey, Linna, can you ask him, like, what they're doing here? I'm just just curious, because this is a little weird. Can the Jawas understand Flip?
0: Yes, they can. Their vocal cords can't. Produced uh, Basic.
5: Well, um, you don't have to tell me what you're doing here, but you can tell me what you'd like me to tell him.
0: We, we live here. Oh. We build things.
5: Oh, I see. Are you Jabba's mechanics?
0: No, we don't work for the big boss. Oh. We find things that they don't want and reuse them.
5: Oh, I see. All right. Well, your secret's safe with me, and Elena is going to tell Flippedy, you know, she's going to say, Um, this is where they live, Flippedy, or where they're staying, but they can show us the way, and that's all that matters.
1: Are there any other exits out of this room?
0: Not that you can see right now.
1: Does it look like they're living here?
0: Yes, it's organized chaos, so they've got parts stacked up, and it looks like once you start looking around, you can see that they've got crude beds
1: set up. Hennessy just walks over and flops down on one.
5: Lynna's going to say <laughs> to the Jawa, pardon his uh, intrusion, but um, he's kind of lazy.
0: Oh, no problem. <laughs> I guess. You're not here with the Inquisitor, I think you call them?
5: Inquisitor what do you mean?
0: The the guy that came through earlier. The the cloak. Uh In- inquisitors been here before. They work with the Empire.
5: Well, I don't know. He did choke some Gamorian guards. Did Inquisitors normally do that?
0: Yeah, yeah, they can.
5: Oh. Okay. Well then. I guess that's what he was. Oh. No, we're not with him. We're here to see Max Rebo, the other Ortolian, and she gestures to uh, Hennessy, flopped down on the bed. Oh.
3: Off to the side, uh, what she gestures to, Flip had wandered over to the bed Hennessy had flopped over on, and he's, like, trying to tug or, like, giving a a little kick to Hennessy. Get up! Get up! We we aren't resting here. This isn't your not being bed.
0: A couple Jawas come over seeing you do that. They're kind of pushing on Hennessy as well.
1: <laughs> so Hennessy's like, he's just laying there, was looking at them. Uh, the purpose of that was to go over there initially when Linna started talking and he looks like he's laying down, but his nimble little hands are rooting around in the bed itself and under the bed to see if there's anything of value in amongst the covers and whatnot. So when Flip comes over, Hennessy sits up and yawns broadly and says, hey, you know, It's an old, old Ortolan saying, when others are doing the talking, you do the snoozing.
3: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Hennessy, roll me a skullduggery check. You were trying to not get caught, I'm assuming.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, Roll skullduggery. Yep. You're going to go against difficulty, uh, we'll go a red and a purple, because you have to go against their perception.
1: Okay, a red and a purple. Now I have like the two minuses associated with that. What does that mean again?
0: You can remove two setback dice from your skullduggery checks because of your skills.
1: Absolutely. So there's no setback there, right? Correct. All right. Well, I'll just roll away then. Okay. So I have rolled flat nothing. So I have a threat and a success and a failure and an advantage. And so they all cancel each other out.
0: Oh, a complete wash. Okay. In the game, a wash is technically considered a failure. Right. So you don't find anything of what you would consider value. Okay. you find things that Jawas find valuable. So you, you find little pieces of metal and scrap parts and things like that.
1: Perfect, constantly working my way around. So when I do stretch, there's nothing in my hands because I, in fact, found nothing that I wanted to keep.
0: Yep, and the uh, Jawas, like I said, they're trying to push on you as Flip's trying to kind of <laughs> pull you away, which probably isn't doing a whole lot. No, no,
3: no, 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 it's doing absolutely nothing. That's why I would say he probably is actually more just like kind of prodding him to get up.
0: Flip, while you're... Pulling on Hennessy, uh, roll me a perception check.
3: <laughs> Are the was stealing from him?
1: Can I assist him in that perception check at all? Is that something that can be done? Or
0: normally you can. In this situation, he's seeing something on the other side of you. Oh, okay. So difficulty is just two purple dice, just an average check.
3: All right, I'm going to flip a light side point to upgrade a dice to a yellow dice. Okay. Hmm. Well, that is no successes, but three advantages. Could I spend those? So whatever I could have been seeing, I don't see. But maybe I spend the advantages to see something else, like somewhere in the area that could actually be useful to us.
0: While you're pulling on Hennessy, one of the Jawas is pushing. And from his robes, you kind of hear a, a beeping and it's kind of an odd beep. It's very rhythmic, and it'll get faster, and it'll kind of stop, and then it'll get faster again, and then it stops, and then it gets faster again, and then it stops.
3: And that's what I saw with the advantages instead of whatever else is happening? Yep. Oh, uh, <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh, um, I,
5: I hope it's not what I think it might have been. Bomb? A very specific bomb that someone had.
3: I'd like to find out if, if it sounds like something familiar or something he would know, you know what I mean? Or if it's, like, a pattern.
0: You could ask him. Like I said, he understands basic. He just can't speak it.
3: Can I roll an underworld check really quickly to see if it's something that he would recognize from his, from, like, I know underworld would be more like tradition than the underworld in yeah. way work. It would be more of a...
0: Are you trying to see if you think it's a bomb or something like that?
3: Yeah, kind of.
0: That'd be more like a warfare a check. check.
3: Yeah, you mind if I check that really quick before he asks? Sure. Perp to purple?
0: Yeah, we'll do two purple again.
3: Mm, yeah. one success, one threat.
0: Most bombs you're familiar with, it's a countdown, so the rhythm is the same. So you know it's five, four, right, three, two. This it's the beeping is like beep, 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 beep. So it gets faster and then it just stops, and then it gets faster again.
3: Right. So it's like a signal or something. Then he's just going to ask, what's going on with that? What's beeping? I don't like beeps.
4: He
0: kind of looks around for a second, and then he reaches in, and he pulls out a little, it's got a little screen that currently is just blinking, and it's blinking kind of a red, and you can hear the beeping as it's kind of following that red flashing.
3: Is it a communicator of some kind?
0: Too big. It looks like it's designed to be part of a control panel on something. If you want to look at it, you can make a mechanics check.
3: Yeah, I would like to do that.
0: Okay. It's going to be a hard check because this is not something that's real common.
3: Okay.
1: So that's a red and a purple. Can I help him with that or can I just make a roll myself?
0: The way assisting works is you'd roll the uh, mechanics check first.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Same difficulty. Every success you get gives him a blue die.
1: Cool. Okay. Well, I'll make a check as well. Okay. Isn't it? And you said it's a hard difficulty.
0: Hard check. So it's three purple.
3: It does failing that for him do bad things for us.
0: Uh, it can. Just depends upon how bad it is.
3: Fair
1: enough. Uh, it's a wash with one advantage.
0: Okay. Uh I'll we'll say I give you a blue die for it.
3: Okay. Uh, and so what am I rolling against three purple? Then is that what it was? That is one success and two threats. Uh,
0: This looks like a control panel that is normally used for uh, freezing things in carbonite.
3: (laughs) Oh. Okay. Interesting. And it's just on but not doing anything?
0: Yep. This is the part of the control panel that determines whether it's Staying frozen Or if it is thawing out No And currently That blinking tells you that It was set to thaw out whatever was frozen in the carbonite
1: Huh So uh If that's what that is Don't you think that should be stopped? Yeah I Wouldn't want to unfreeze things from carbonite Without wanting them to be done
3: I think that means it's already been Because like this would have had to have been Attached to the thing before to thaw it out Right? They, um, acquired this from something that already became unthought. So it doesn't really matter. It's just on. Doesn't really do anything right now. Aside from making that really annoying beeping noise that sounded like a bomb. Alright, so kind of like us right here. Doing nothing? Yes, no, you're right. Well, bunch of Jawas. But they did say they might be able to help us get where we're going, uh, without that main path. So, like, there's something to be had here, and we can... We can at least make it look like we didn't, you know, come in immediately after Spooky Robe fellow.
5: Yes, they say that he's possibly an Inquisitor from the Empire.
3: Would any of us know what an Inquisitor is? Uh, You can make a lore check. Sure, why don't we find out?
5: Yeah, I could try that.
1: I'm good with not knowing.
3: Hedesee doesn't know? Is that what you said? You're Uh, fine with him? Well, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I just kind of am curious if, if Flip would be kind of you know more freaked out because of it um difficulty
1: uh two purple average
3: oh okay
0: they're fairly known at this time period
3: i
1: mean they kind of already told us what it was too
3: uh no that's a failure with two advantages
5: i got two successes and three uh threats okay so apparently something bad about inquisitors probably like them attacking lina's home world or you know Messing around with the Salonians or something. Who knows? It's
3: also probably something that makes her very, very unhappy due to those threats.
0: Lena, you know that Inquisitors are force users. They are employed by the Empire, and generally if an Inquisitor is sent in, they are not sent in to negotiate. They're usually sent in to forcefully renegotiate the situation, which usually ends in mass destruction. Usually they have lightsabers and they do a lot of cutting and not a lot of talking
5: knowing that about inquisitors and what the jawa said about um inquisitors being there she'll ask the jawa again about what they previously said which was and you said that inquisitors have been here before
0: yeah they talk with big boss
5: they talk
0: yeah they trade people and talk
5: Interesting. Most of my knowledge and experience with Inquisitors is that they kill, or threaten.
0: Well, not if they're taking prisoner.
5: Perhaps. Is there a way that we could assess what's going on in there before we enter? Because, honestly, we wouldn't want to get caught up in a massacre if there was something like that going on.
1: Is your character speaking in Basic or speaking in Jawi's?
5: I kind of thought that she might have been talking in Jawa ease. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. And then she's going to tell Hennessy and Flipty, yes, they said that there is an inquisitor here, and I'm ascertaining to see whether there's a way we can see if they meant any ill will to the people in here before we enter into the main chambers.
3: Yeah, that would be, I mean, yeah, like if we could, I don't know. There's a way to see the main chamber, you know, without actually going in there. Or, like, I don't know if this place... What I mean, I know this place has guards, but, like, do they have, like, security cameras or something? It seems a little unlikely, but maybe. Uh, maybe there's, like, a, a guard room that we could check out. But, like, Gomorians and cameras doesn't seem likely.
0: You say something about cameras, and you see eight Jawa heads nodding yes. Oh. And one of them pulls out a little crudely put together screen and he's in the corner and he's typing on a little data pad and you see images coming up on the screen.
3: Well, that is shockingly convenient.
5: (laughs) Can we all like look at the screen kind of like bend forward? (laughs)
3: Crowd around the the monitors.
5: Yeah.
0: Uh, You can. Currently what you see on the screen is the uh, image of Java's throne room. And you see it's the big round room. You see the metal grate on the floor you see the raised platform that Jabba's sitting on, and currently they all are looking down into that grate, and you still see some cheering and some hooting and hollering.
1: Yeah, what's, uh, what's down below in the grate? You got a camera feed on that?
0: Shakes his head no, and then he looks at Lynn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Big Boss trying to feed a Malachilles pet.
5: Malakili's pet? Is it a large creature?
0: Yeah, big. Eats things whole
5: okay so
0: and you see a jow on the back kind of hunching over and he's got his arms and like scooping things up and trying to mimicking that he's eating something whole
5: (laughs) hennessy Flipty, it seems that whatever's going on there they've fed something to a large creature so perhaps whatever the inquisitor was here for is, is dealt with
3: well that's um encouraging i guess Hey, are there other uh,
1: camera angles in this room? I'm trying to figure out where everybody is. Yeah, can you see Max?
0: Uh, they show you a couple different camera angles, and currently he is not in the throne room.
1: And uh, neither is that Inquisitor guy, right?
0: Uh, you don't see him right now.
3: maybe he left. That would be nice. I'd really like to have him <laughs> for him to have left. That would be nice.
0: Hennessy, you know it's early in the morning. Dad's probably not awake right now.
1: No, I'm surprised I am.
0: Yeah. As you guys are watching the screen, all of a sudden, everybody in the throne room, everybody kind of goes quiet, and they all start looking at each other, and they all look back down in the pit, and then you see Jabba very animated, and he's obviously yelling out commands and pointing his fingers all over the place. You can tell that he is not happy with whatever is going on. But from your vantage point, you don't know what he's upset about.
3: So, this would be not a good time to talk to Jabba. No, but... Since your pop isn't down there, maybe we can find him like in his like uh in his apartment or whatever. I mean assuming he has a place here. Yeah? We could go just find him. Skip the big man altogether for the moment.
2: Yeah, that sounds good.
5: Yes, if we can meet um Max Rebo, that sounds wonderful to me. I can finally get this signed and she'll like nudge her backpack.
3: Do you guys like know where the the band or where uh, the other guy who looks like my friend here, uh, where they uh, where they bunk or where they get ready?
0: Eight Jawa heads nod yes, and the one that's been talking is like, uh, they're they're in a room just off the throne room.
5: Oh well, if you could lead us there, that would be wonderful, and we'll keep your uh location and existence a secret.
0: Okay, but uh, he points back at the screen. Uh, he's back.
5: Oh, oh no. Kark.
0: And on the screen, you see the cloaked figure is back. He's not wearing a cloak, but you can tell it's him by his posture. He's handcuffed, being drugged in the room by several bounty hunters. A few minutes later, you see a Wookiee being drugged in the room and another male human. And you can see some very animated, you know, Jabba. Again, he's shouting commands. The bounty hunters are handling everybody pretty roughly. And then after a few more minutes, you see them drag the three people
4: out of the Uh. room.
3: Now, I'm assuming the quality of this maybe is not the best. No. The video? Okay. So we would not be able to identify them from wanted posters, basically. Or should I roll like Underworld to see if I've seen posters?
0: For sure. Roll an Underworld check.
3: All right. What difficulty?
0: To start off with two purple dice, and then give yourself a black die for the quality of the screen you're looking at.
3: All right. Sounds good. I have a lot of Underworld knowledge, so... Uh, That is one failure and one advantage.
0: The three people don't look familiar to you at all. Okay. But you do notice, next to Jabba, chained, wearing this skimpy bikini, is somebody that's wanted by the Emperor. You see Princess Leia Organa is there
5: what is happening do you recognize them i don't
3: well no but like he he reaches out and he points uh like on the screen doesn't touch it because he's polite even though it's probably a mess anyways at the the woman on the stage like that's the like what are the leaders of the rebellion and like she's chained up there uh so i mean that's a thing that's happening And I don't know why, and also, probably why the Inquisitor is here.
5: Yes, and it must be quite humiliating for such an esteemed leader such as her to be chained up and dressed in such a horrendous outfit.
3: Yep, and that is what Jabba do, unfortunately. (sighs) So, leader of the rebellion, force, Inquisitor, person, here, whatever that is, And, uh, those other people. This is...
5: (sighs) Yes, things have gotten quite complicated, haven't they? But the question is, did Jabba perhaps get rid of the Inquisitor because the Inquisitor wanted her and Jabba wants her?
3: I mean, maybe, but you'd think, like, given how much the Empire would probably pay for her? I'm just saying, Jabba seems like the business sort who would, you know go for that thing Hmm. uh but who knows maybe the they maybe they didn't bring enough money Uh,
5: that's possible
3: but either way uh best we not get involved with that if we can avoid it i would say uh because that just seems like a mess that we do not need
5: (laughs) yes it makes sense that if we are to approach jabba that we wait at a time when he is in a better mood on to Max Rebo, yes. it is.
3: Hannah, see that sound? Uh, sound good with you, buddy? See so, what? <laughs> <I was> just <laughs> <laughs> never mind, buddy. Let's just go see your dad.
1: Oh, we're gonna do something cool. <laughs> I like doing things. So stuff.
3: Yes. Uh, I can, we need one of the Jawas to lead us wherever we're going.
1: Just tell us, and we'll go there.
5: So Lena will you know, ask to be led.
0: You see seven set of eyes all look towards the one Jawa that's been talking to you, and you see him kind of looking around, trying, kind of pleading almost for somebody else to volunteer, and then he kind of just, you see his shoulders kind of slump down, and he nods his head yes.
1: Cool, I, I walk over and I sling an arm around his shoulder.
0: He kind of tenses up a little bit.
1: And we And I lead him from the room.
0: As you guys are starting to leave the room, uh, one of the other Jawas, one of the taller Jawas, comes up to Flip uh. and grabs that control panel that's in your hand. And he looks over at Lin and says, you know, 300 credits taken from Big Boss favorite artwork.
5: Lynna turns to Flip and says, "Um, he's offering that if you wanted to buy that uh, uh. piece of the thing from earlier.
3: Well, I don't really see why we need this. Uh, so. No, we're good. Here. He hands it back. He
0: takes it and puts it back underneath his dirty robes.
3: Hennessy's me like, no, pay the
1: man. That's, uh. Looks pretty cool. Dude, it's like
3: a third of our cash. A third of what? Our credits. What? The money that we use to pay things? Hey.
1: I can always sell it later. It'll have sentimental value then, won't it?
3: Do I have any idea how much this thing would sell for outside of this?
0: 10, 20 credits.
3: Not worth.
0: He looks at Lin, taken from Big Boss' favorite piece of art, and then he's pointing at the screen, and he's pointing at the human male that's there that's handcuffed, wearing a white shirt, navy pants.
5: Yeah, he said that it was taken from... Big Boss's favorite art, and he was, he means that guy.
3: Okay, so that guy was frozen in the carbonite. But, like, is he saying that that Jabba would want
5: this back? Lin looks at the Jawa like, Would using that device be able to freeze someone in carbonite again?
0: Jawa looks at you and, That goes on carbonite after frozen. It keeps it frozen. So, if you had machine to freeze, yes.
5: Yeah, okay. Well, thank you very much.
0: You see the Jawa, he kind of starts rubbing his chest a little bit. Value in story, not piece. That taken from Jabba's favorite piece of artwork. Worth lots, lots of credits. Cutting you deal.
5: I understand. But um, perhaps later, after we've cut a- more deals of our own... We'll have more credits to spare on such a interesting piece
0: He nods his head and pats it on his chest. Well, Here when you
3: want it. We know where to find you
0: value and story,
3: so we're not getting the thing. Nope, we're not. We're not getting that thing. I mean, unless you want to spend it, you have your own money. What do you mean? I've got money? I've got money. Yes, you have money. Well,
1: then I want to spend my money on that thing. Why didn't you buy it Because you can buy it. I have money. What? I don't want to spend it on that thing. Yeah, but you got my money. No, you have your money. When did you give me money? You've always had money. I start patting around.
3: Where else do you think you got your drugs from? I don't buy your drugs.
1: Well, you usually I just get them. People just give them to me.
3: And then you you know those sticks you give them afterwards?
1: No, I don't really deal in cred sticks. Death sticks, yes. I'm pretty sure you have your own creds. Check your back pocket. Uh, uh, tr- if I've got any credits on me.
5: Lena has her head in her hand like, oh my gosh, not this argument again, because I'm sure this is something they've <laughs> talked about before.
3: Probably. Dude,
1: check your pouch. That one. There. That one. Pat around and I'm like, I- I'm pretty sure I gave all my money to you, Flip. If I have any money, I want to spend it on that thing.
5: Oh, Lena will nudge Flip D and remind him, I think you took his money away from him. After the last time he spent all of it on fake death sticks. Criff.
3: Yeah, you're right. Uh, I
5: wouldn't mm.
1: buy fake death sticks. I'd only buy the real stuff. Um, I know my wares. Uh, Listen, charming Jawa friend, because we are friends. 300 credits is a bit much, don't you think? How about you sell it to us for a much more reasonable rate since we are friends, and I'll make sure that this eighth one here comes back to you with all of his limbs. And would that be a coercion check or a charm check?
0: You're trying to charm him.
1: So I'll make a charm check against this Jawa friend of mine.
0: Two purple. They don't have the greatest uh, discipline.
1: And I don't think I've got anything else that I can add to a charm check for special skills. So I'll just roll this up. Two successes.
0: His eyes get a little brighter. <laughs> and he looks at you.
1: Uh, Two fifty.
0: And bring back... And he points at the Jawa that's currently standing next to Lynn.
1: Ah, uh, absolutely. So I uh, pass. Oh, I get flipped to give him two hundred and fifty credits.
3: Flipped, he gets into where he remembered he hid the other pouch of credits and and uh, fishes out uh, two fifty of uh, Hennessy's money, and uh, and passes it over to the Jawa in exchange. The beeping carbonite device.
1: All right, you you have it.
3: <laughs> we have yep. it. Yep. All right, I, I tuck that under an arm,
1: put my arm back around the poor and unfortunate Jawa that's coming with us, and lead the way to the spiral staircase down. What's his name, by the way?
5: Yeah, Lin will a- ask the Jawa's name. What is your name, anyway?
1: He
0: says it in Jawa, which is...
3: Eekawuga.
5: Does it translate to anything, or is it
3: just Eekawuga?
0: Translates to, we'll say, Lish. L-I-S-H.
5: Ah, this is Lish. Interesting. All right. Well, lead on,
3: Lish.
0: Lish is heading out the door and leading you guys back out the same door you guys came in, heading out the hallway, and he gets back in the hydroponics room, and he stops and looks at Lena. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you want to go through the throne room? Around it? Under it? Not through it. How do you want to get there?
5: Knowing my companions here, you'd probably want to go the way that will garner the least attention and be the least dangerous.
0: Okay, so around the outside would be the best, because if we go under, then we end up in the prison cells and other assorted things down there.
3: Prison cells are probably where they're keeping, you know, the Inquisitor and those other things. Yeah. Yes. So... I don't yes. know
5: about that. We will go around instead of going into the prison.
1: Oh, there's a prison.
0: <laughs> Lish is pointing down mm-hmm. and says, "Under throne room, other rooms."
5: What other rooms?
0: Uh, under throne room is a uh, prison and um, room where they ask you question with hot objects and pointy things. Oh. Uh, under that is where guards live, and then under that is uh. Cellar with barrels of liquid that makes you feel funny.
5: Oh, yes. I think we'll probably want to avoid those rooms. So if we go outside and around...
0: oh, We just have to sneak around, and you guys pretend to be bounty hunters.
3: Mm, We can do that.
0: And we go on the outside of the throne room. Not outside of it, but on the outside part of it.
3: Right. I assume... That Linna does not tell Hennessy, or, or either of us, a liquor storage room a lot far below.
5: Yeah, she's not telling. Definitely not. <sighs> Poor
3: Hennessy, he's so deprived.
5: Oh, is he?
1: What
0: is Hennessy doing while they're having this conversation?
5: He still has his
1: arm around Lish, and he's listening very astutely to everything that Linna's saying uh, in response to the, the conversation making neither hide nor hair, uh, and he's coming up with a song that goes in sequence with the rhythm of the beeping from the carbonite control panel.
0: Okay, fair enough.
3: Flip also can't understand anything, so he's just kind of doing a a pass with the drone, like doing a little circle around Hennessy and his new best friend, <laughs> the Java.
0: <laughs> Makes Lish a little nervous to see the drone going around him. You guys uh, heading towards the palace, Lish guides you guys around, and he leads you down the hallway a little further, and you see a little set of
3: stairs that kind
0: of curls and heads down into the room.
3: Uh, sorry, really quick, I, I assumed that Lina told us that we are continuing to pretend to be bounty hunters.
5: Yes, Lina would be like, well, we're going to continue to pretend to be bounty hunters, or with, um, Basht, or whatever his name was? Bosk. Bosk.
3: He's a big, um, transition. He's all like, Muscly, scary, <laughs> but I guess we're part of his crew now, right, guys? The ruse is on. Yeah, when you
0: guys get in the th- the uh, throne room, it is pretty chaotic. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of people being directed in different directions, and you see them all kind of packing up. Uh, lots of weapons being packed up, and looks like they're getting ready to move out pretty fast.
5: Oh, move out! I'd like to do like a perception to figure out. If there's an idea, how soon are they going? Or if Linna can hear someone talking about where they're going?
0: Sure. Uh, roll a perception check. Uh, just an average check.
5: One advantage, one failure.
0: Don't hear them mentioning specifically when they're getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. But you do hear them talking about getting everything ready, get on the barge, get things prepared, we're moving out.
1: Ah, oh, Okay. Is there a droid that's kind of directing people or anything that's kind of in charge? Or oh, at least telling people to do stuff?
0: There is a beige skin Twi'lek that is currently giving all the directions to people. Is
3: he really creepy looking?
5: <laughs> yeah. Yes. With reddish Great. eyes.
0: Absolutely. Red eyes, long fingernails. Yes, he's definitely creepy looking.
3: Yeah, he yes.
5: is like one of the creepiest.
3: Um, well, time to act like I own the place. All right. So, um... So they're going someplace. Eh. I mean, your dad's probably going to that place too, right? We think? Sorry. I was saying your dad's probably going where everyone else is going. Just on a hunch. People are going somewhere. Well, look. Everyone's going someplace.
5: They're going on a sail barge. You know,
1: Flip, that's real true. Everybody's going somewhere. (sighs) Do they know where they're going, though?
4: Hmm.
3: Question for the ages. Very deep, Hennessy. Very deep. Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm a little sober. Oh. Well... You do have ways to fix that, if
5: you want it. I imagine that if they're going on a sail barge, they'll bring other things with them, and you could probably refill a bit there. Maybe our little friend here, Lish, knows where they're backing up to? Lish understands that, but Lina's gonna kind of, like, incline her head to see if what Lish says.
0: Lish shakes his head no. Uh, no? No idea. It's not on uh, normal plans. Hmm. Hmm. This new.
3: Well, um, we just still go find the rooms and go from there? Or, like, do we follow these guys?
5: I would prefer to go find Max.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, me too. I I just don't know. He might not be where we think he's going to be. And I don't want to miss, I mean...
0: Lish points to a room. It's behind Big Boss. And he's pointing to a room behind the raised platform that Java's currently on.
5: Oh, goody! I think Lena picks something up and is like, well, can always pretend to move stuff around, and then she's going to try to find something else for someone else to carry, just making it look like they're busy.
3: Like we're carrying something into the back there, for yeah. whatever reason? Yeah. Does the stage have... Oh, we actually have a hover cart with the instruments on us. Yeah. Is there a band podium with instruments on it right now? Yes. Yeah, you
0: see the little stage area with all of the equipment and the gear.
3: We could go over there and grab a couple pieces and add it to the cart, and then take the cart into the back.
5: Okay.
0: Sure. All right. You're trying to trying to deceive your way through. Use a little deception. Yes.
5: Exactly. Okay.
0: So we'll do is we'll do a group check. So only one person needs to roll. So whoever has the highest deception skill. Ooh, deception.
3: I have pretty good deception. I have uh, rank two with two black removed.
0: Yeah. I'm sure that'll be you then.
3: What's the difficulty? Uh, You're going against
0: somebody's perception. Okay. So it's going to be a red, uh, a purple, and because of all the chaos, uh, you're going to have to add in two black dice.
3: But the two black are canceled because I have two, two removed. There you go. However, I am, because why not, going to flip a dark side point are you doing a dark
5: side
3: because i want it to be harder for me
5: okay
3: (laughs) so just uh so now it's two red all right
5: you want us to fail oh well
3: i mean
5: mean, if we don't get on I want
3: interesting things to happen
5: well yeah i guess and if we and we
3: also have another light side point now
5: yeah
3: uh so two red two purple nope just two red Oh, just two red.
0: Because it's normally one red and a purple, but you upgraded just one of them, so it becomes two red. All right.
3: Okay, well, that's bad news. Also, interesting news, sort of. You're going to like this, Chris. Okay. It's a despair, a success, and one advantage.
0: You succeed in getting over there. Something big is going to happen Yeah. on the way over.
1: So while you're doing that, Hennessy, with his arm around his good buddy, Lish, walks right over to Bib Fortuna. (laughs) (laughs) no! (laughs) No! And he says, Hey, you look like you're in charge here. Found this little Jow and seven of his friends hanging out upstairs in the hydroponics. Lish
0: immediately tenses up something fierce, and he's starting to try to pull away. But you outweigh him by a a little bit.
5: A, A little bit. Lina like, hears that and is, like, gives Hennessy, like, a really mean look because he made her a liar.
0: You had an advantage.
5: Yes,
3: uh, I did have an advantage.
0: The Twi'lek looks at you and just says, I don't have time for that right now. You are supposed to be packing up, you and the band, to get on the barge to entertain Jabba after the three
1: are eaten. Go pack up. Sounds good to me just looking forward to playing
0: and he dismisses you as bib walks away where are flip and lena when this is going on where did you guys go
3: i think flip had gone over to the stage so he may not have heard what happened
5: yeah we were kind of skirting the side a little bit but i imagine that lena kind of like was paying attention like noticed that hennessy went over and like yeah. when he said that bodyguard stuff yeah and when she heard that he said that She got upset because he made a liar out of her, and she's very honorable. As soon as Hennessy is within reach, she's going to, like, whap him with her tail again, disapprovingly.
0: As you two stop, and you guys are kind of waiting for Hennessy to come over, Uh, I'm going to flip over a dark side. I want to make this a little more interesting.
1: Nice! So there's no dark side ones. Oh, there's one dark side left? Yeah, one dark dark side left.
0: As you guys are waiting for Hennessy to come back over... Lena, you feel a hand on your shoulder, and you turn around, and there's Princess Leia, you know, still chained to Jabba's mm-hmm. little raised platform. And she looks you in the eyes and says, I can sense that you are a good person. I can tell that you're honorable. Help us get out of here, and you will be rewarded. And then she steps back away from you, trying to hide in the shadows as much as she can, but she's still on a chain, so she can't go very far.
5: Lena's going to be very flattered and just sort of looks at her. Did she retreat completely?
0: She just stepped back probably 10 or 15 feet from you. you know, the chain she's on probably only has a 20-foot reach.
5: Mm.
3: Is Jabba still there and still attached, or is she just attached to the stage while being waiting to move?
0: She's attached to the stage. Jabba is still there, but he's busy hollering out commands right. to Bib and other it. people. So he's not paying attention to what she's doing right now. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need her to entertain him right now.
5: Lena kind of looks around to see if she means she wants Lena to do something right now. If she was closer, she'd ask her what she means.
0: You get a calming sensation that comes over when you look at her, and you just get a feeling that you know when the time is right.
5: And Lena kind of like nods at her.
0: That's about the time when Hennessy walks over with a very angry lish.
5: As soon as Lina sees that Lich is angry, what did he do?
0: He told and he points at Bib Fortuna, he
5: told we were in
0: room with food. <sighs> Boss's food and he's obviously flustered and struggling with his words.
5: So that's when Lina whaps Hennessy with her tail. Hennessy! We promised we wouldn't tell anyone.
1: Sorry, what are you saying?
5: We promised the Jawas we wouldn't tell anyone anything about where they're staying. We? (sighs) I told them that we wouldn't tell anyone if they led us.
1: Oh, I don't remember that. I figured Jabba wanted to know these Jawas are here illegally and stealing his stuff. (sighs) Sorry. You like these little things?
5: They're nice. They are helping us, Hennessy. And Lin's gonna apologize in chawa to Lish. I'm so sorry. He's very spacey, and I don't know what else to say. We're almost there. How about you go back and warn your friends to move your quarters?
0: He is trying to wriggle his way out of Hennessy's Grasp? Mm-hmm. Are you letting him wiggle out, or are you still holding
1: on to him, kind of? I'm definitely going to hold on to him, and I'm going to say to Lina, Hey, Delicious here's not done his work yet. We're not on that barge.
5: No, he was only going to lead us to the room, and the room's right over there, isn't it?
0: He nods his head yes.
5: So he's done his job. All right. How about that?
0: He's trying to wriggle his way out. Are you still holding on to him?
1: Yeah. Absolutely, I'm not going to let him go at the moment.
0: He's trying to wriggle his way out, and in the process, he stomps on your foot pretty hard with his foot, and you're kind of surprised, and it, it kind of hurts a little bit, and- Oh my. You're going to take, it'd be a whole whopping four strain. Holy. Minus your soak.
1: I have a soak of four.
0: So you don't actually take damage, but in the process of him stomping on your foot, he manages to sneak out from underneath your arm. Okay, And he has moved over next to Lynn.
1: And that, So that's not a contested role in any way. That's just him getting to roll? Okay.
0: I had him roll a brawl check, and since he had two successes with an advantage, his advantage is he gets to sneak out from underneath your arm.
3: Flip was over kind of trying to organize some of the band stuff. Nothing too heavy, but trying to get their luggage set up so he hasn't exactly been paying attention to this whole dealings here. He looks over, uh... He sees the angry Jawa and the annoyed Lina is like, "Well, I assume everything is going well here. Uh, look, I think we can get back. Should we do we want to go check the room
5: now?" "Yes, why don't we?" And Lina like kind of stomps off towards the room with whatever stuff she has.
0: "Cool. What are you doing with Lish?"
5: "She's not bothering. Like if Lish wants to leave, he can leave.
0: He looks right at Linon. I guess so. Go back to our room. We'll have to move again.
5: Yes, I'm very sorry.
0: Maybe we can go underground to the spice cultivating chamber. Jabba doesn't go there. And then he turns and starts heading out. Okay. And you guys head towards uh, Max's room?
5: Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, you guys don't have any other real issues getting there other than lots of chaos as they're loading things up. And you. Enter into the room. It's a small room. Currently in the room, you see Max Rebo. <gasps> Looks similar to Hennessy, only a little bit older. A polowick, long skinny legs, kind of a round body, long skinny mouth.
3: Oh, the lead singer.
5: That's nice noodle.
0: Yeah, you see a uh, another band member in the back, a uh, Kitonic. They're the three that are in the room. Small, sparse room. Looks like there's a couple beds in here. It's got its own little fresher. couple of mirrors on the wall that they can get ready on. It's got all the light bulbs all around the mirrors. Max turns around, and he looks right at Hennessy. Son?
1: What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pops. Uh, came to uh, take your gig. To what? I mean, uh, introduce you to a friend of mine. A uh, big fan of yours, a long time... <laughs>
5: <laughs> Lin doing that fanning herself thing And she's then immediately pulls uh, something out of her bag Which is a glossy framed photo It's not that big But it's a glossy of Max repo that she carries around with her She takes out a pen and is I'm a really big fan And
1: Hennessy just walks over and takes the photo out of her hand So uh, sign this will ya? Sure thing, son. Who am I signing it to?
5: Um,
0: uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh.
3: Her name's Lina.
0: Oh, all right. And he starts to write something and then kind of looks at the wall. And then, uh, the palo, touches his arm and he kind of shakes his head. And then he looks back down and finishes signing it.
3: Like father, like son.
0: So is that all?
3: I, we were actually also hoping that we could, like, uh, I don't know, get, it, it, you know, if Hennessy could, uh, you know, join in on the, on the gig today. Uh, we're trying to get some, uh, some publicity. What gig? I mean, just playing here. I mean, it's a huge, uh, it's a huge spot to get your name out here, and, uh, we're trying to, you know, spread your boy's name around. And, uh, thought this would be as good a place as any to, to get some stage time going.
0: He's just kind of looking at Hennessy, and you see the, the Palawick next to you just kind of leans over. Oh, honey. And she walks over and puts her hand on Hennessy's cheek. I think it's sweet that you want to play with your dad.
1: Yeah, uh, he brushes her hand away. Says, "Play, you bet."
5: Lena is finally kind of collected herself after clutching the. Is Max still holding the picture, or is he giving it back to her? No, he's
0: still holding it. So he's three quarters of the way done signing it, <laughs> and he kind of stops and stares back at the wall.
5: Lena is obviously calm enough to talk to this other band member and say, actually, he's almost as good as Max is.
0: She looks over and, oh, well, that's wonderful. Then she leans over and whispers into uh, Hennessy's ear and just says, baby, please get us out of here. Your father has the worst deal ever here. We get paid in food and can never leave.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a good deal
5: for you. Is like, you mean Java is only paying your band in food? The famous Max Rebo band is getting only paid with food?
1: You know, that's not uncommon for our Tolans.
5: Isn't it though? Is it really it? A- but they can never leave.
1: That's when Max
0: is like, yeah, food. I can never have enough food now that I'm not skinny. I was skinny once. Mom was scared. Now.
1: All the food I can eat.
0: I should write a song about
1: that. Dad, you already did. Oh, I did?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's probably a pretty good
1: song. Well, I don't know about that, but I know you wrote one, or four, about food. Seems to be all you really want to talk about, think about, live about, like all the other old out there.
5: That's not true. You also think about drugs a lot.
1: But you're talking to me, Lena? Yes. Oh, so we're communicating again.
5: Yes. Because
1: the last time you slapped me with your tail, you didn't talk to me for a week. I figured uh, it was uh, something along those lines again. <sighs> uh, there's the heavy sighing.
5: Yes. I'll communicate with you when I need to communicate with you.
0: Yeah. Oh, Max looks at Hassy. Oh, son, you didn't tell me you
1: got married. <laughs> you guys are doing great. Whoa, dad, no, I did tell you I got married. I've Been married three times already.
5: We're not married.
1: Nope, not this one. Oh, well, maybe you should. She looks like she's strong. She looks like she gets uh, plenty to eat. Yeah, Dad. That's right. It's all about the food, isn't it? Oh, yeah. All right, well, you can sit this one out today, Dad. Got a lot of melons over there in the corner for you to chew down on. A little jerky, a little spice. A couple other things that are nice. I'm going to take this one and uh, head on on that barge there. Do a little uh, noodling. Oh, yeah. Aren't we supposed to go to the
0: barge? And he looks at the woman that's in there and she smiles. Yes, honey. Jabba wants us to go perform right after he drops those three people into the that little pit that they eat people in. There's a pit that eats people? Yes. If you upset Jabba enough, they take you out there and drop you off in the desert and you go in the pit and die. Hey, Flip, you know what that
3: is? Not a place we want to be. That's the pits. So yeah, we're gonna take over this, uh, this here gig. Yeah, actually, if you guys let us do that, uh, I mean, those of you who don't want to be here anymore could, like, I don't know, take off, given that, you know, everyone else is gonna be gone from the palace. If any of you aren't happy with this, uh, particular arrangement, you can take advantage of us taking advantage of this.
5: But then Jabba would keep us here forever and only pay us in food. Well...
3: We might be able to talk our way out of it.
1: So, Dad, you just uh sit back, have some food. Hang out with your friends here. I'm going to take over. He looks over at uh, the female.
0: Well, Sai, what do you say? She says, Honey, if they all can play as good as we can, maybe Jabba will like them. But then... Oh, I
3: can't play for hell, but he is very, very good.
0: She turns her head slowly and looks at you. How are... You' gonna take our place if you can't play.
3: Hennessy is good enough that uh, that he can just do the whole thing, isn't that right, Hennessy? Yeah, yeah. When we're
1: gone, sigh is it? Yes. You're gonna take this card. You're gonna call Link to Tim. He'll come out here and get you. And you're gonna go over to Bluris the Gamorian. You tell him you're with Boshed. Point at my dad and he'll let you through the door. All right? Okay, honey, if you think it'll work. And then when you get in the car, and Tim's taking you away, you tell him, Hennessy Rebo told him that there was going to be one taken away today.
5: And Linda's going to add, do you have any credits to pay him with?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, flip. Give him 50 credits. That's how much Tim charges.
3: Oh, yeah, since you guys don't get paid, that would, yeah, all right. Yeah, here, he, uh, Hands over 50 credits.
0: She puts her arm around, Hennessy.
1: I hope this works. Good luck. Yeah, for sure. The things and stuff, words that normal people say for
3: nice things that are being done. Any drugs? We got this handled, I'm sure. I mean, probably. I mean, assuming nothing terrible goes wrong. We've got this, I think.
1: Oh, sweetie, what could go wrong? (laughs) Nothing! What? That's not looking out optimistic. I'm hoping for tons of things to go
0: wrong. She just looks at you. You are in Jabba's palace. Not much goes right. And she's kind of looking, trying to disguise the fact that she's looking at Max when she says that.
5: Lena's going to ask, though. Now, do you know who they're feeding to that thing?
0: Yesterday there was a big mess up when somebody took Jabba's prized artwork the smuggler han solo was freed from the carbonite and his co-pilot the Wookiee chewbacca was also brought in
5: the chewbacca yeah wow
0: he's downstairs in one of the prison cells
5: who the hell's chewbacca just the most famous Wookiee ever
3: no i don't really i mean i don't i mean does does he play music
5: no he's a smuggler
0: Sai so says, "Yeah, the last person is some poor fool who came in here claiming to be a Jedi."
5: The Inquisitor.
0: Oh, honey, we haven't seen one of those in a long time—not since they did their prisoner exchange. Oh. It seemed that the last time an Inquisitor came here because Jabba he uh, found a bunch of Wookiees that escaped the Kessel mines, and Jabba returned them to the Empire for a small fee.
5: Oh. We thought he was an Inquisitor because he could use the Force. Sounds right.
0: Well, it didn't work too well on Java. I mean, he did manage to kill the Rancor. Poor Malakili. Wait. That was his prize pet.
3: Mm. Wait, wait. This guy killed a Rancor?
0: Well, he ran away from him and then threw a skull and hit a switch and dropped a door on him. So, I mean.
3: Oh, okay. Well.
0: It's not like he pulled out a lightsaber and killed him.
3: Okay, well, that's less impressive, then.
5: Well, it's still a feat of agility. True.
3: I mean, true, but, like, running away is something, like, I can do. But still, he did choke those guys, so it's still...
5: (laughs) Are they, by chance, friends with the other prisoner that Java has chained up currently? The Rebel Alliance leader?
0: Oh, I have no idea on that. They don't seem to be. They didn't talk. Hmm. Of course, if you were chained to a giant fat slug, I don't know how much you would talk to your friends either.
1: I look at her and then give a real long look at my dad and then look back at her and I say, Yeah, I understand what you mean. <laughs> she smiles kind
0: of slyly and I do hope that you all make it out from this.
3: Yeah, me too. I'm sure it will be Fine. I mean, the the prisoners are all captured, like, and we know how to talk our way out of a lot of situations, don't we, Hennessy? We've gotten out of our fair share of scrapes. What? I don't usually
1: talk my way out of things. I talk my way into them. And then, out of them, otherwise we wouldn't still
3: be here. You know. Well, there's a lot of instruments we need to get on a barge. It's true. We do. Where is the barge? Like, where do we have to go load up at?
0: In the motor pool.
5: If you could just point to us in that direction, we'll move the instruments there and then pretend to be you guys.
0: You just have to load up, go out the back uh, of the palace, and it's just carved into the side of the rocks over there.
5: All right,
1: then. Perfect. All right. Hey, Pops, you take good care, okay? Son, what are you doing here? Just came to say goodbye. Oh, hope you, uh, enjoy the next journey. You too. Where are you going? Uh, my, my shoulders fall, head droops, I waddle over, give him the biggest and most tenderest of hugs. And Flip has never seen Hennessy act so demurely, modestly, nicely, with genuine feeling. Um... He pats him several times on the back and then leaves after having stolen his father's necklace. Drops the robes to the ground so that he is a proper naked Ortolan. Puts the necklace around his neck and says,
0: "Ray, let's get this over with. Sai walks over to Flip. Yeah, what's up? They truly are one and the same, aren't they?
3: Yeah, pretty much Uh, yeah Good luck Thanks I'm sure we'll be fine He's got me Just make
0: sure you keep him fed And negotiate your own contracts
3: Oh, I plan on it But thank you for the advice I will, though
0: She squeezes your hand And then goes back over and sits next to Max Who looks down and says Hey,
5: who am I signing this for? (laughs) Lena! Her name (laughs) is Lena Linna, like, laughs like it's a joke.
0: Then he finishes signing his name and then hands it over to you.
5: Linda like, very carefully, like, takes it and just kind of looks at it like, Yes! And then tucks it away very carefully back in her bag.
3: And then we take the cart and head uh, head back and try to um, get to the motor pool.
0: Okay. It's not hard to figure out where the motor pool is. That's where... 90% 90% of the people are heading that way. You guys get down to the motor pool, and you see Jabba's got a big luxury barge that's getting loaded up. Uh, they see you guys are have all the band equipment. They direct you guys to the luxury barge. And you also see several other smaller speeder skiffs that are out and about getting ready to go. And you guys are escorted on to the luxury barge. And as you get on, Bayskin Twi'lek... Who you guys have learned his name is Bib Fortuna. Comes up to you, Hennessy.
1: Where is Cy Snoodles? Yeah, so fell down, broke a leg. I'm gonna sing tonight. Don't worry, it's gonna be great. And if it's not, you can throw me in the pit.
0: He smiles and steeples his fingers together. And yeah, he's got long pointed fingernails.
1: Hey, uh, you got any death sticks? No. You got some neutron pixie dust? I like the idea of
0: you going in the pit.
1: And I like Sen Sena Spice. You got anything nice? He kind of
0: rolls his red eyes and just walks away. You can tell he's slightly annoyed with your father, who he thinks <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So you guys get all loaded up on the barge and get ready to head out. You guys are escorted over to a stage. They've got it set up in the main deck where Jabba's got his little, lack of a better term, large couch set up. It's not quite the same raised platform that he has in his palace room, but it's a very large plush couch that he's sitting on. And you guys are on the opposite side of the room. You see several bounty hunters in the room as well as several Gamorrean guards. And they let you guys set up. And after a little while, you see the, barge start to rise up off the sand and start heading out into the desert. You see several other smaller skiffs zipping around, and it's not hard to know which one has the uh, prisoners on it because you hear people talking about it. If you want, you can look out and you can see three prisoners handcuffed, the two humans and the Wookiee, all with their guards around them. What would you guys like to do on the trip out there?
3: a reasonable way to spend time on a barge.
5: Lynna's gonna, like, pace back and forth, occasionally look out at the prisoners and the desert and then check back on Hensey and Flipty, make sure that Hennessy isn't getting too inebriated because he's gonna have to perform.
3: But she might know he performs his best when he's inebriated.
5: Yeah, but I mean, like, pleasantly buzzed and not passing out drunk
1: so i'm standing by the little r2 unit and i'm i'm drinking one of the drinks that he's carrying on his head i want to give him a look over and i want to beckon flippy over to have a
3: conversation with him flip had been um piloting the his little drone around sending it around to catch footage of the barge and get out and see if it could take a closer look at the, uh, the prisoners and that sort of thing, but he, um, he sees Hennessy beckoning him over, and he, he walks over to the R2 unit, who is probably taller than he is, and he reaches up and grabs a drink for himself. Yeah, hey, what's up, Hennessy? Hey, uh, flipty I, I
2: think it's gonna be better if I do a little performance, sing a song before the, uh summary execution don't you think
3: i mean i would think so but like i might run it past old tentacle head and and, you know work our little charm on him just to make sure we don't like get kicked off the stage or anything you know what i mean sounds good to me you go do that all right i will do that i will get us on that stage you get ready buddy i wink at him and take another drink and i eye this r2 unit and flip Looks to find where Bib Fortuna is and braces himself for a talk with Tentacle Head.
1: He's
0: directing traffic, so to speak. He's organizing who's where, trying to keep people out of trouble. Currently, he's up near Jabba. Okay. He seems to be mostly approving who comes up to talk to Jabba right gotcha. now. Gotcha. Jabba seems very happy and kind of smug in his decision to execute. This person is claimed to be a Jedi.
3: He trots his way over to, uh, to Bib. Hey, boss man, uh, we were having a talk and we were thinking, given the momentous occasion, it might be good to have some music going out to the event and not just, like, afterwards. Uh it cool if we uh, set up and uh, play a tune or two?
0: Bib stops what he's doing and looks up from the little data pad he's got, and he's got those, just the bright red eyes and those sharp teeth and he kind of hisses you know why are they not already playing
3: because we were told that we were playing after the event
0: he just kind of waves his hand they know what they're supposed to do
3: yes yes they do could you just remind me what we were supposed to do
0: he gives you a look of utter annoyance
3: Mm, sounds about right
0: just says entertain people. That's what a band does.
3: I mean, you'd think. All right. Uh, We'll we'll get on that. Very much wanting to get away from those terrible, terrible eyes. Bounces off to go, let Hennessy know, we should get performing, because apparently we were already supposed to be performing.
0: While you're having that conversation, Hennessy, you notice that R2 unit, he's not serving drinks. He's just... Standing near a window, just staring out the window.
1: Doesn't he have drinks on his head? He does, but
0: you'd think he should be moving around the room, serving drinks. He's just sitting there, staring out a window, and most of the drinks that are on tray are empty. It's almost like he's decided he's going to be a table.
2: Lena, you got, come over here. You speak bleep
1: bloop, right?
5: You mean binary.
1: Yeah, yeah, that. I never bothered to learn it. It's not a musical sounding... Noise. So, uh, what's this droid's situation? What's it doing here?
5: He can understand basic.
1: I, I kick it a little bit. Yeah, but I can't understand him. That's more important.
5: She, uh, like looks at the droid. Well, what are you doing here?
0: The droid turns his dome and kind of looks at Hennessy for a second and then looks back over at Lena. Lena, <laughs> make a perception check. This is going to be a very difficult because he is trying to deceive you. So this is R2. So it's going to be like two reds and a purple because R2 is pretty good at that.
5: Okay. One failure, two threats. Wow.
3: (laughs) Yep. That sounds right.
0: Basically, the R2 unit tells you in his beeps and boops, he's running out of power. That can't move very fast. Do uh, you believe him?
5: Okay. Hennessy, it's running out of power, and if it moves too much, it's going to run its power down more. Maybe we should try to plug it in, if that works, or...
2: Yeah, let's do that. I'm not so mechanically inclined, but, uh,
1: you know, Droid's got to serve drinks, doesn't he? I guess.
3: I mean, we could just toss it over, and then I look at the droid. Or you could just tell someone, says Flip as he bounces
1: into the scene. I I look at the droid immediately after saying, we could just toss him over.
0: The droid's dome looks right at Hennessy, and he kind of turns and rolls very slowly away from (laughs) (laughs) Hennessy. But you notice he never goes far from a window. Hmm. And on the barge, all the windows are, like, they're mechanical doors that open and close. There's no, like, glass. Right. Yeah. They open up to let air in, I guess.
1: Yeah. But does he cross to the other side, or does he stay on just this side?
0: Uh, he's currently staying on the side you're looking out, because all the other skiffs are on that side of the pleasure barge. Cool.
1: I look out the window he was looking at. What was he looking at?
0: Uh, Make a perception check. Sure. Make it a hard check. Uh, it's three purple.
3: And There's he's also been drinking. Several skiffs moving around.
0: That's a good point. So add a black
1: die in.
3: Sorry about that. (laughs) Uh,
1: One failure, three advantage.
0: You can tell he was following the skiffs that are out there and watching kind of how they were moving, but you don't know if he was focused on any one particular skiff. Almost like he was watching the flight pattern. Huh, okay. You can see them moving as they kind of zigzag, but for the most part, they all stay in the same formation. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, Flip just walked up and started talking to you, so he's there now.
3: Yeah, so the Tentacle Head said, Yeah, we should be playing. He was actually was kind of, well, I don't like him very much. <laughs> but yes, we can play, and we should be.
1: Okay, so uh, head on over there and get those Nar Shadda wind chimes set up. Just hang them off that rafter there and that beam right by the window, and they'll make a nice little. Uh, sounds in the in the wind as they flow and blow, and then uh yeah, and I'll go tune up my xantha i uh I tootle a little bit,
3: yeah, sounds good i'll uh i'll get that I'll get that set up, and uh if only they had
1: a mood synthesizer or something, but you know what are you gonna do
5: uh don't you think you should try to play the red ball organ since you're t- trying to be Max? don't you
1: think you should know what I'm gonna play and not play? <sighs> That's right, I'm not Max. No, you are not. Red ball organ, laziest instrument in the galaxy,
3: practically plays itself. Yeah, Linna, can you you lend a hand with these chimes? I can't reach that. I'm not.
5: Of course, T. And then she starts hanging them up.
0: So you get the wind chimes hung up. Hennessy, you walk over, and there are other band members that are up on the stage, and they've all got their instruments, and now that you walk up there, they're all looking at you, waiting for max to start the show
1: oh who are you guys
4: <laughs> oh, no,
0: hennessy you, you notice a uh Kitonek walk up and it's a kind of a large humanoid shaped race he's got a large mouth in the center it almost looks like kind of like a snout on the top and he's got three fingers on each hand uh you know the guy he's playing a chinden kala flute And he walks up and looks at you. Max, are you okay? We've been waiting for you.
1: Listen, buddy, I'm not Max, but I'm here to play. So if you can pick things up in the key of B flat, let's get it going. Uh, Tempo of about 120. You got it?
5: Watch me for the changes and try to keep up.
0: He looks at you and looks at the rest of the band and just kind of shrugs his shoulders and looks around the room. We need to keep them entertained, so lead on.
1: I tune my Xantha briefly while eyeing the desert. Uh, How far out do we think we are?
0: So far, probably 5 or 10 kilometers. This barge is not moving that fast. No. Almost like Jabba wants to savor his victory and have a little party beforehand.
1: That makes perfect sense to me. Uh, So I tune up my instrument. I uh I nod to Flipty and say uh water, water.
3: I assume he is asking for water and not some other weird code word. Uh I don't know if we've got another code word other than Water. Water. Alright, yes. He Although we like,
1: really should have a code
3: word. I know, right? He uh he's like on it He swipes some water from uh, a station nearby and brings it to Hennessy.
1: So listen, buddy Do you want me to, if I start singing here, things are going to light up real quick. So, uh, you know, you get uh, Lena ready just in case um, this doesn't go well.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's uh, (laughs) that's a good idea. I'll uh, I'll watch the exits.
1: It's going to be my second or third song. That'll be the one that uh, probably will light this place up. Oh, boy. Like dried bantha fodder.
3: Does he know what these songs
1: are called? i mean he's heard most of his set list but this doesn't seem like the hennessy of old this seems like um a much more alert hennessy than you may have seen for the last little while like saving and uh, doing something with his dad and then getting in here into jabba's palace and seeing all of this evil and a bunch of dark things happening and then the jedi being connected with it that there's something maybe a bit of a fire's been lit in your old friend
3: all right well you do you buddy and, uh, I'll be sure to catch it all on tape. On the Net. On yeah, the Holonet, yeah. yeah. Broadcasted live. All right. Broadcasted <clears throat> live. We're doing this. Doing it live. Uh, and he sets the droid to circling. So,
1: uh, Hennessy's gonna sing just, like, one of his opening Drugs Are Good, M-K okay, songs. Okay. And just keep the band moving. With, like, a Bob Dylan-style-esque song. Maybe a bit, you know, poppier. Okay. It's not a very long song. And then he sings his second song. It goes like this.
2: Come gather round people wherever you roam. Alderaan is nothing out of space. It's been blown. And accept it that soon the Death Star will be flown. If the galaxy to you is worth saving. Then you best start rebelling or there'll be no one to mourn. For the times they are a-changing. Come systems and sectors, our princess is called. And look for the Jedi we sent to the wall, for he that was struck down will become powerful. Our rebellion's coming and it's raging. They'll soon fire thrusters and lock on to y'all, for the times they are a changin', And if the Force wills it, it'll guide through our hand. The Phoenix, she rises over all the land. Your stormtrooper's fallen and beyond your command. Your hyperlane's rapidly aging. Please get out of the new one if you can't lend a hand for the times they are a changin
3: Just as kind of like the first song it started, he, uh, he mentioned to, uh, to Linna that, uh, things might go weird. Uh, so, uh, keep on your toes.
5: Yeah, and then she would be nodding and have the glaive at the ready and stay vigilant.
0: As the song wraps up, the crowd is quiet and kind of looking around and it's <laughs> <you> get <some laughs> clapping. Hennessy, make a charm check against Linna's discipline. So, Hennessy, make a charm check against three purple. And throw in your force die.
1: Which is the white one? Yes, it's the white one. Okay. That's the first time we've used a white die. So, as Hennessy sings the song, he looks to Lina, looks to Princess Leia, and he sings the song and he gets further in and reveals the big moment that, you know, join the rebellion. The princess needs you. And he looks at Lina and he f- puts the force of his words right into her mind with... Uh, I got two light sides. I don't know what that means.
0: Light side means you can influence uh, positive emotions. If you'd roll dark side, you'd be rolling um, right negative emotions.
1: So it, I have a total of one success.
0: So you can... Put feelings of like friendship in her, or different positive feelings like that. What types of feelings do you think that Hennessy would be trying to invoke in Lina at this moment?
1: Uh, I would like to put into her dedication, and she has now recently achieved her most re- recent goal of getting Max Rebo's autograph. So she's feeling fulfilled, and potentially she's starting to wonder where she should put her energies and drive so hennessy's trying to put that next goal to being you know you need to turn to this princess who needs saving and make her more determined that this is a course of action she can undertake
0: what does lena do feeling all these feelings coming out from the song
5: and i think that listening to that song Lina thinks back about a lot of the horrible things that the Empire has done and sees what Hennessy is saying and is like, yeah, I'm a warrior and I can help change this. And so with that song ending, uh, Lina kind of nods towards Hennessy, like, yeah, I get it, and starts to make her way towards where Leia... And Jabba are.
0: Currently, Princess Leia is still chained up to Jabba. She's sitting next to him on that giant couch,
5: Mm -hmm.
0: not looking overly happy. And just as the song wraps up, there's a pause of a a minute or two as the crowd's still kind of trying to figure out how to react to it. You hear the, the barge stops, and you hear the skiffs all start whirling in a circle around, and you hear kind of a weird animalistic noise coming from off to the port side of the ship. Mm -hmm. And you see Jabba and his little couch kind of hover over towards the windows, and you see everybody moving over to the port side of the ship, looking out the windows. When you step over there and you look out, you see in the ground, there's this pit with all these teeth on the edge, and they've got the one skiff with the prisoners lined up on the edge. And you hear, Jabba making some speech, and talking to the prisoners.
1: So as as soon as Jabba starts talking, I'm gonna launch into another song at like full volume. The Xanthas just tweedling away, playing all my notes and just this huge riffing solo, trying to attract everyone's attention,
3: and uh, kick in another another song. Flip is momentarily taken off guard. He's like, alright, I guess we're doing this! (laughs) I I don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it! I'm with you, man, he thinks in his head.
0: (laughs) The rest of the band looks right at Hennessy and very quickly takes like four or five steps away from him in different directions and the flute player is moving over and trying to unplug your instrument.
1: I will uh, skip away rocking out, doing a whole uh, Chuck Berry kick, tootle, playing the Xantha as loud as I can, and dropping down to my knees, doing the big uh, over-behind-my-head riff play.
3: Uh, Flip,
0: you notice a few uh, guards starting to move towards Hennessy.
3: He's kind of along for the ride, and if this is the ride that Hennessy wants to take, we're taking it. Sure as hell, now that they're recording this live, and no doubt has lots of viewers, I imagine, at this point, given some of that, the hollow hashtags he used. Um, <laughs> and so he's going to try to pull some shenanigans, obviously not fighting them, but uh, to stall them or impede their movement. What does he say? Oh, he's not saying anything. He's trying to take action. Like, he's a small little bat boy. He isn't going to say anything. He's probably going to look into the camera really quickly. He's like, watch this! I'm going to flip a light side point to create something in the scene. Okay. And so the the wind chimes are set up to be a, like a, a really makeshift pyrotechnic situation. And uh, one of one few kind of things that they're trying to make as a hallmark of the of the band, an idea that maybe Flip had. Okay. And so he's going to set those off, if that works for you, Chris.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, there's all sorts of explosions all around them and fireworks, and they all look around.
3: Maybe they're not secured tightly so where they're hanging from, so when the fireworks go off, it breaks their bindings, and they come falling down on top of guards or a guard.
0: Yeah, you've got a couple of Gamorians that are getting hit with little sparks and some fireworks and they don't look very happy as they deal with it and the room is just silent as this is going on and other than the sound of hennessy after your song is done the band member quickly comes out and grabs you and he's pulling you back and he's yeah, you need to come with me this is not our time come on come with me <laughs> I have uh, a whiskey
1: <laughs> I will I'll try to resist him because uh, I, I want to see what's about to happen uh, while we're Doing so, we did this huge distraction. Did anything else happen, or did we just like mess up for Jabba?
0: That's a good question. Okay, uh, make a perception check
1: while we were doing all that. Lina didn't get to do anything. Did she want to do anything?
5: Since everyone is distracted by Hennessy and what's going on, is it possible that Lina could have taken some of Hennessy's drugs? And try to like spike Jabba's drink to like incapacitate or poison him.
0: Oh, absolutely!
3: I mean, we have drugs basi- basically stashed everywhere at this point. I think, <laughs> uh, so like that seems reasonable that she would know at least where one of them are. Also, really quick, Chris, can I can I make a perception check as well?
1: For
0: sure. Yep, right. it's too purple.
3: I have three successes
1: and nothing else.
0: Okay. We'll do the perception checks first, and then we'll get back to what Lena's doing.
5: Okay.
3: I, uh... A success... No. Nope, not a success. Uh Two advantages.
0: For the success, Hennessy, you notice that R2 unit, he is moved in a very odd position. He's kind of up on the deck up top by himself. Like he's positioned himself in an odd place. He's nowhere near anybody else. And he no longer has that, uh, serving tray on his head.
1: Huh? Okay. I keep my eye on him.
0: Flip you with your advantages. Know that there are a few bounty hunters that are moving towards, uh, Hennessy. Oh boy. (laughs) Looking not too happy. Uh, We'll jump back over to Lina. You're trying to uh, spike his drink. So you're going to have to make a skullduggery check, which is kind of like a sleight of hand, to not be noticed.
5: So just my regular skullduggery?
0: Give yourself two blue dice as well, because of the distraction that's going on all around you. I
3: kind of really hope she gets noticed. (laughs) Not because I want anything bad happen to Lina, but boy, would that be exciting.
0: Um, You're going to roll your Skullduggery, add in two of the blue dice, and the difficulty will just be two purple.
5: The end result is four advantages. (laughs) Whoa!
0: You drop the little vial of chemicals into Jabba's little hookah that he's always smoking, and you don't get noticed. But as you're paying attention, you notice Jabba is smoking it, and he just kind of smiles and looks a little happier.
5: Oh, dang it.
0: You know, based on Hennessy, if you can drink three beers and it gets you feeling good, it takes like eight beers for Hennessy. Mm -hmm. You may not have put enough in there to affect Jabba and his metabolism.
3: (laughs) Well, not just the metabolism, his size. Mm -hmm.
0: Your advantages are you don't get caught, but you don't quite put enough in there to really affect him.
3: Could some of the advantages... Come out to her also being closer to Leia.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
5: for sure. Yeah.
3: If you want to have yep. an interaction there.
0: Yep. Uh, for sure.
1: Quick, whisper something to Leia.
0: You're right there.
5: Yeah. Um, see, it's interesting because she just tried to poison Java and then it didn't work. And she's kind of just like kind of looking at Leia, almost like if. There's something almost a nonverbal communication she can try to make with her.
0: Yeah, you could nod and point to your glaive and just kind of point to her and let her know that nonverbally that you're with her. Yeah. She's good at reading people, so she gets the message and nods back at you and kind of smiles. Uh, Hennessy, you're watching the uh, R2 unit up there on the deck. He's seems very intent on watching what's going on below and you hear uh there's a protocol droid up there this gold protocol droid who asks the prisoners basically if they have one last chance
1: is the gold protocol droid like on our sail barge
0: yes yeah he's up in one of the windows
1: is he away from where are the guards and the musician are trying to get to me can i go over to the? Gold protocol droid and see what's going on from that vantage? Sure.
0: You could slide over there. Okay. Mostly the guards are just trying to get your instrument out of your hand and make sure you don't sing anymore. But the
3: bounty hunters are coming for more than that, I assume.
0: The bounty hunters have the same goal. They want to see the execution and they want the distraction to go away.
3: Gotcha. Okay.
1: I put my instrument on the floor. Okay. Hoping I have succeeded at distracting people enough to allow for... uh, lina to get close to leia and i dash over to this gold protocol droid
0: real quick hennessy just roll one of the force die i want to see
1: two whites
0: okay the bounty hunters and the guards just kind of push you towards the window and luckily they don't step on your instrument while they're doing it
1: oh that's nice
0: if you had rolled a dark side they were gonna smash your instrument (laughs) i just gave it a, a chance to happen
1: Oh, uh, you know what? I would like to flip one of those dark sides to light to actually make them step on my musical Xantha, making it make a horrendously loud squeal and therefore further drive Hennessy towards the Rebellion.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, they step on it. Matter of fact, one of the bounty hunters picks it up and breaks it over his knee and just... Snaps it in as many pieces as he can and just drops it at your feet.
3: And, and it's then. definitely Bosk.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's nice. That's nice. Yes, the it's Bosk personally has smashed your instrument.
3: It's probably worth money now.
0: I'm like, i remember that. <laughs> you move over to where the protocol droid is and he's not too far from Jabba because he is still translating for Jabba. And you hear him talking to the prisoners and asking for them to surrender and bow to the mighty Jabba. And then you see they push out the human dressed in black clothing to the edge. And that's when one of them pushes with kind of a large axe trying to push this man off the edge who spins, catches his hands, jumps up, lands on the deck. That r2 unit that hennessy you've been watching you see him launch a silver object out and all of a sudden chaos breaks out as a lightsaber erupts and a battle starts happening all around you guys as the bounty hunters and all of java's guys realize the jedi is not going down without a fight nice
3: can i make perception check take a really slick pan shot with his drone following the lightsaber through the air
0: Oh, for sure. You don't need to make a perception check. That happens. You can even get it in super slow motion as it's spinning and you follow it all the way down. You know, you get it in the Jedi's hand as he grabs it and pushes the button. And again, in super slow motion as the lightsaber erupts (laughs) into its green beam.
3: And when the lightsaber goes off, it's just like, well, criff
5: me! Lena would see that and be like, I want one of those.
0: Chaos is erupting around you as... All sorts of uh, lasers are being fired and blasters are going off all around you. And, Lena, make a perception check. And this is just a one purple difficulty.
5: Uh, two advantages. Huh.
0: After a couple minutes of the chaos, all of a sudden, all the lights on the barge in the room you're in go off and all the doors close. And, Lena, you get bumped into and pushed a little bit as Princess Leia is moving past you. You notice that there are a couple of guards around. And Princess Leia says to you, now is the time. Okay. And she points at the guards and then points at your glaive. You very clearly know that she wants you to attack those two guards. (laughs)
5: Lina will attack with the glaive. The amazing glaive. What's it look like? So imagine a long pole with this really cool blade at the end. It's just a little bit more axe, but it's curved, and uh, it's a pretty good glaive.
0: So we're going to go ahead and just drop into initiative. In this situation, I would say you guys are probably not expecting a fight, so you're going to roll your Vigilance score. There's no difficulty dice. Just tell me your okay. uh, if you have any triumph, successes, and advantages, whatever the total is.
5: Okay.
1: Based on my perception, though, I am aware that combat's about to start, though, right? Because I saw the lightsaber
3: get shot into the air. And to be fair, I was also recording the that's lightsaber true. getting uh, you shot That's true. You could roll cool, the then.
0: Cool is when you're expecting right. a fight. Uh, vigilance is when you're not.
3: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, that kind of makes sense, yeah.
5: I'm going to stay with Vigilance because that's better for me. Oh,
4: that's fine.
5: <laughs> I have one success and one advantage.
0: Okay. Uh, would you roll Hennessy?
5: Two
1: successes and two advantage.
0: Okay. What did Flip get?
1: Two
5: successes.
0: All right. So in this game, rolling initiative just sets PC and NPC slots. You guys won. So who would like to go first?
5: Lynn is going to yell to Flip D and Hennessy to me and then attack them with the glaive.
0: Attacking a melee is just two purple dice. So the base is two purple. They both do have armor on, so you're going to add in two black die.
5: So four successes and one threat.
0: And the base damage on your glaive is an eight. So you take eight and you add your successes. So your damage is going to be 12 minus their soak. So you cut into the first one rather deeply. It is his turn to return fire, so to speak. He pulls his axe up, and he is going to swing
5: at you. Okay, so... She's gone out and has stabbed them really quickly with the melee weapon and then they attack me. Okay.
0: And he swings the axe and he hits you doing seven wounds minus your soak. So you're going to take two wounds total. Next PC. All
3: right. What I want to do is have him. I think this is going to take two maneuvers and an action. I want him to move over and basically jump up onto Hennessy's shoulders. And draw his blaster and look around. He's going to do a uh, scathing tirade. He's going to go with the camera going around. He's, we're the Hennessy Rebo Band, the most dangerous and wild band in the universe. You've got to stay back. <laughs> uh, but I'd like to use that because I have supreme scathing tirade. So I'd like to do that as the movement. And then that is the second maneuver. But can I also try to use that as uh, like an intimidation? thing on the people around these two?
0: Sure. Make the scathing tirade roll first. So it's an average coercion check.
3: Okay, so that's two purples? Yep. That's just a triumph.
0: Okay. Did you count triumph as a success as well?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, it it is a success and triumph.
0: Who is your primary target you're trying to focus this on?
3: I'm assuming we have bounty hunters coming towards us
0: most of them are focused more on what's going on outside because most of the bounty hunters were looking outside.
3: Oh, that's fair, yeah. You know, whatever guards are closest, especially noticing that our Salonian friend is getting up to mischief.
5: And normally that's Hennessy's job.
0: We've got the uh, guard that already attacked her and the other one that's moving up. Which one did you like to focus on? The one that's moving up. Okay. So he's going to take a couple strained... And he gets a black die for your normal scathing tirade. What would you like to do with your triumph? Um, Mechanically, you could upgrade one of his dice, or you could upgrade one of your teammates' dice, or you could do something else.
3: Yeah, I'd like to upgrade uh, one of Hennessy's dice for whatever he's doing on his turn. He has been encouraged by Flip's forceful speech.
0: And it would be Hennessy's turn next.
1: I would like to distract them by uh, the distracting behavior maneuver is to pull out my Padawan lightsaber, turn it on and say, you're not messing with one Jedi. You're messing with two. Holy criff. Where where were you hiding that? And then I will start singing as well. Uh, a, a a great Hennessy Rebo famous song and uh, oh what do I do I roll something here I make a distracting behavior maneuver so how do I do that
0: It's just a maneuver you do it Oh perfect an equal number of NPCs so you have one rank so you can make one of them if They have an automatic threat You might want to do the guy that hasn't acted yet.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I suffer strain from that too, it sounds like. Yep,
0: you get one strain. And you still have an action?
1: I will use my lightsaber, my Padawan lightsaber, okay. to uh, to attack the, uh, the guard that has not acted yet.
0: Make your lightsaber check. It's uh, two purple and two black die.
1: Uh, and I believe once per session, I may remove two black die from any one check. Okay. With sense danger. Yes. So I will remove those two black die now. And at this point, I also get to use Flippedy's Triumph to move one of those greens to a yellow. Correct. All right, then. Um, Glad I did that. I will lunge forward and stab the one that hasn't acted yet. Is it a Gamorian. Who is it? Is it Bosch?
0: It's a good
1: I will stab a Gamorrean right in the belly
5: with my Padawan else.
1: lightsaber okay
5: and when he does that Lena's gonna say Griff you have to help me get one of those <laughs> why does everyone have one of those and not me
1: okay so no failures so I have one two successes and one advantage you have a Training saber then correct? So that's correct.
0: Okay, so its base is six stun, plus the number of successes. So you said you had two. Yep. So that's eight stun damage, loaders, which affects their strain. You all. jump forward and you hit the Gamorrean, and purple, he definitely looks loaders, very confused, I'd and it definitely looks like he's not happy with what you just did. Purple, what would you like to do with the advantage?
1: With the advantage, loaders, I'd like to... Get in what behind him, so I will stab heart. him in the belly and slide between his legs, no so that I'm behind him, um, and so that Flipty is now on his shoulder.
4: <laughs> I like it.
3: Oh no, Krift!
0: And it is his turn. He's trying to figure out what to do with a Padawan that's just stabbed him, as well as a Chadrafan now on his shoulders.
4: Yes, <laughs> so he is
0: a little confused. So I am going to have him make a discipline check, which is not a Gamorrean strength. I will be honest with you. (laughs) And he automatically generates a threat on this roll. That guard, he's been threatened with the most dangerous band in the world. He's been attacked by a Padawan. He now has a Chodrifan on his shoulders.
3: (laughs) He's having a bad time. (laughs)
0: He's looking around the room and realizing that he is not even supposed to be working today, and he is taking off out of the room. He's dropped his axe.
1: Wait, can I spend a light side point to say instead of taking off, he changes sides?
0: Sure, how about that. You spent the light side. He is very confused, drops the axe, and you can tell he's about to walk out of the room and he looks at the Padawan, and and now that he's up closer, you actually see this Gamorrean, and you realize it's the same Gamorrean you guys saw at the entrance. <gasps> he's got the scar that goes down his face, and he just says, Boo, boo got new boss. And he points right at you, Hennessy.
1: He got you a mount,
5: Flipped E. <laughs> Ride him to glory. It's a good one. I like it. What the hell? I like him. Holiness <laughs> oh, is going to have this completely like, What? Like, look (laughs) at her face.
0: Alright, so we are back at the top of initiative order. Who would like to go next?
3: I have another idea. (laughs) He wants to take a maneuver to temporarily jump from this mount onto the other shoulders of the other Gamorrean. Okay. And Hennessy taught him one phrase in Gamorrean, a tap dance, essentially, that's just... The most insulting, (laughs) threatening thing in the Gamorrean tongue. And he tap dances that right on top of the Gamorrean's shoulders. Okay. And I'm going to use that as a scathing tirade again. For
0: sure. Roll the uh, scathing tirade.
3: Mm Okay. And that's two purple.
0: And because of the maneuver and kind of jumping around, give yourself two black dice just because you're... Jumping around and doing things like that at the same time.
3: Yeah, one of those black dice gets taken off due to my coercion. Fair enough. Well that's interesting. So that is another triumph. Okay. Ooh. And two threats.
0: Uh did you still succeed though? Yes. Okay. So he gets a black die. He takes more strain. What would you like to do with the triumph?
3: This time, since this Gamorrean is so close to Mm Lina, I'm going to give an upgrade to Lina's attack.
0: All right. He doesn't look super happy that you're tap dancing on his shoulders.
3: Tap dancing really, really rude things on his shoulder.
0: (laughs) And it's his turn to act. He's got a Chodra fan currently tap dancing on his shoulders, which is not making him happy. So he's going to reach up and try to grab Flip and just throw Flip. Okay. What is your defense?
3: Probably not good. Uh, One.
0: He is going to try to launch flip across the room. So he is reaching up and flip. You're managing to kind of just keep tap dancing from one shoulder to the other. And <laughs> Gamorreans have these short, stubby arms. Yeah. They're huge and powerful, but they're not very agile. And as you're up there, you kind of learn that a Gamorrean probably can't scratch his own back. <laughs> Because his arms are too short to even grab you off his shoulders.
5: Yeah. Nice.
0: And uh, who would like to go next?
5: Probably me, if that's okay.
0: Lena, you see a Gamorrean trying to grab Flip, not successfully grabbing him. Flip's up on his shoulders. He's trying to grab him, and he's not successfully grabbing him. hmm And I'm going to flip over a dark side because at the same time, you get bumped into by Princess Leia is she's kind of running a circle, and you notice she has looped the chain around Jabba's throat, and she's starting to pull on it. Uh,
5: what would you like save to do? Jabba. Is there anyone no. <laughs> trying to stop her from choking him?
0: Not currently. Other than the Gamorrean guard that is trying to grab Flip, nobody else has come over to help you.
3: What's old tentacle Head doing?
0: He's not in the room.
3: Okay. Oh.
5: So, attacking this Gamorrean guard will help Flip D and Leia, possibly. Correct. Okay. So, yeah, she's going to attack that Grimorian Guard again with the Glaive, again, with a sweeping, slashing, melee motion.
0: (laughs) Okay. You get an upgrade from what Flip did last time. So one of your green dice becomes a yellow. You're going to be rolling two purple and two black.
5: Wow, two successes, one advantage. Okay. Yay.
0: So it's eight plus your two successes, so you do uh, 10 damage. Yay. Could you just describe to us exactly what Lynn does to this poor Gamorian that causes his body to fall to the ground?
1: Knock him into the Sarlacc pit.
5: She kind of slashes at him, and she puts so much force into it that she, like, slices his arms off, and he just falls backwards. Fortunately, Flip D lands on top of him. She has unarmed the Gamorrean.
3: Well done. Well done, indeed. All right. What
0: would Hennessy like to do? You've watched uh, one Gamorrean step up next to you with his axe. He seems to be uh, your new best friend. And one Gamorrean fall to his death.
1: I'm going to tell the one Gamorrean to kill Jabba as my maneuver.
0: Okay. As you say that, you look up and you see Jabba's tongue is sticking out. He's holding on to a chain that's currently choking him. And you see Leia back there pulling as hard as she can. And the Gamorian he's going to listen to you and he...
1: Help the lady, out. She's uh, pulling a chain. It looks a little hard to... You're strong. Go tug on it. And uh, I think I want to... Where's the sail barge being driven from?
0: Up top is your flight controls.
1: I'm going to move up top then. That's what I'll
0: As you're going up, you see several of the bounty hunters are pushing open the windows. And a couple of them, you see they push open the windows. And you see their feet immediately start to kick as they get pulled out and thrown off. And you can tell that going outside may not be the best place for a bounty hunter to be right now. No,
1: nope, that doesn't sound good at all. Good thing we're not bounty hunters.
0: Uh, After a few more seconds, Flip and Lena, you see Jabba, his tail is kicking up and flipping and then it just drops. And you see Jabba's tongue sticking out and he kind of slumps forward and makes a gurgling sound as he no longer is breathing. And you see that astromech droid that Hennessy had been following earlier comes up and shoots a little spark and cuts the chain. And you see the astromech droid and Leia are getting up and heading out to go towards the top. And Leia looks over at Linon, and just says, Thank you. Come with us. And she starts heading out towards the deck.
5: Linon nods and then says to Flippy, Let's get out of here, Flipty Yeah, uh, this um seems like a bad scene. He makes
3: sure to get a close-up of Dead Jabba with his camera, <laughs> which was totally recording him being <laughs> choked like the whole time. Absolutely. Close-up on the tongue and the chain getting cut, you know.
0: Hennessy, you ran up First, you get up top and you see the Jedi. He's fighting several bounty hunters, and you notice that there's a skiff off to the starboard side. And it looks like there's a few bounty hunters that are exiting the skiff to try to jump in the fight. And that skiff is sitting there all by itself.
1: Hmm, okay. So there's an empty skiff that I could probably jump to?
0: Yeah, you would have to jump. It's not a huge jump.
1: Okay. And who is currently driving or floating or flying this skiff, this barge?
0: It looks like there's a Weequay who's flying it, and it's a species that mostly in deserts. They've got little horns, and their face looks kind of uh, almost dried, almost a little mummified. Yeah. And he's just sitting there, kind of holding the skiff in place.
1: Hmm. Okay. And there's no real combat that's here on this. The, all of the bounty hunters are moving against the Jedi, and his allies
0: correct it's odd that they don't consider a uh musician much of a threat right now
1: yeah i'm thankful even though i got my little padawan lightsaber out um <laughs> i will continue to sing i'm still singing the whole time i will if i make the jump to this skiff am i gonna be able to use it to like ram a bounty hunter into the sarlacc pit or something will i be able to use it in some sure okay yeah. so that's what i'm gonna do i will take a couple of steps back, nod and wink at the guy flying the sail barge, and I'll say, hold it steady, and I'll leap for the other skiff.
0: Okay. Uh, Make an athletics check.
1: With two purple? Correct. Uh, One success.
0: All right. You leap over there, get on the skiff, and you're heading over towards the controls. Yep. About that time, uh, Linna and Flip, you guys pop up on the deck. You see Leia, she heads towards the Jedi, and you see out of the corner of the eye, you see Hennessy leap onto a skiff in the other direction.
3: Flip the heads towards Hennessey and that skiff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how far is the skiff away?
0: Three, four meters. Not too far. Okay
3: caught up in the adrenaline of the situation he moves to make a leap onto it. Okay. Can I spend a dark side to start the
1: skiff not knowing Flip is jumping to me and <laughs> moving the skiff out?
3: Yes, please do. Please do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you beat me to the punch because I was going in that direction. Oh my
3: gosh. <laughs> I really like this since, um, anyone want to take a guess as to what Flip's athletics is?
5: <laughs> low? Uh,
3: good. uh, uh, low. Very low. It is a one green. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think uh, Flip's only three foot tall, so a, yes. a three meter leap, yeah. which is 10 yeah. feet, is probably not the easiest for a
3: short Chadra fan. Yeah, this is going to be a, one of those cartoon moments where it's like adrenaline, adrenaline. Oh no, what have I done? Uh, you're, you're
1: Neo, the first to jump off the cliff, off the building.
0: So, uh, flip. so
3: what am I rolling for this leap?
0: Make an athletics check. It's going to be uh, a red and a purple. Since Hennessy is moving it away, that's increased the difficulty.
3: Yeah. Dope. It's going to go well. Uh, It doesn't go well. (laughs) It does not go well. It's actually... Yeah, that's just a failure. Uh,
0: No advantages or anything?
3: Uh, Nope, it was two advantages and two disadvantages.
0: Okay. So, Lena, you see... uh... Flip go running towards the edge, uh, leaping off, trying to jump on the skiff that happens to be moving back slowly, and you see Flip not make the leap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. What would you like to do? Me? Yes.
5: Is he hanging on the side at all, or...?
0: Not at the moment. At the moment, he's <laughs> heading towards a uh, little sand bath.
3: Yep, slow, uh, falling in slow motion as he yells, crap. Now,
0: luckily, <laughs> this is on the starboard side, which is the opposite side that the uh, Sarlacc pit is in. So he's not. He didn't jump into the Sarlacc pit.
1: Wait, could we send us a, a dark to have us on the other <laughs> side? <laughs>
0: He's not there yet. (laughs) Remember, (laughs) the Sarlacc has big tentacles.
1: And it's the big funnel, right? The funnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rolling down the funnel.
0: So, what would Lina like to do?
3: She leaves Flip to his death.
5: (laughs) How close is he to the Sarlacc pick?
0: Well, he hasn't quite landed yet.
3: Yeah, imagine we're in slow motion right now. You just saw him fall.
5: Can um, Lina do the thing that Han does? to try to get to Lando with her glaive?
0: Sure. Lean over the edge. Lean the uh, handle of your glaive down there. You'd have to get on the skiff that Hennessy's on in time to go down a little bit, but you could do that.
5: Liz is going to say, we have to get him!
0: Yep, make an athletics check. Difficulty is one red die and one purple die.
3: The droid is recording him sliding down the sand. And he's like, stop it! Stop
5: recording! Stop! Four successes and an advantage. Wow. Damn. You just see Lina vault herself onto the skiff with Hennessy and is like, Hennessy, we have to get down there. We can't let Flipty fall into that Sarlacc pit.
1: Hennessy pauses for a moment and says, "Well, then I wouldn't have to pay him anymore. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
5: Yeah, she, like, gives him, like, the dirtiest look.
1: I wink back at Lina as I back the skiff up.
0: Hennessy, as you're starting to lower the skiff, you see your new best friend come running up. That Gamorrean is running as fast as he can, and he leaps up, and he's going to try to land on the uh, skiff with you. Let's see how well he does. He leaps in the air lands on the skiff, does a forward somersault with his axe in hand, pops up next to you, and drops down to one knee, and just plants his axe down, and just points <clears throat> boss down. Did he get a tramp? Oh, he got a tramp and two successes. Uh, <laughs>
3: this is a good, this is a good Gaborian right here.
0: And you, uh, angle the skiff down, and Lena leans over, and you've got the um, Glaive, and you're pulling Flip up. You know, you landed in the sand, so it was a softer landing. Yeah. Not the most pleasant. There
3: was a little bit of sliding and scrabbling, but yeah.
0: And you pull Flip back up on the skiff, and about that time you hear large death guns going off above you guys, And you see the barge starts uh, blowing up and exploding as somebody has fired the deck guns directly at the ship.
1: Stupid astromech.
0: And, Hennessy, you're piloting, I'm assuming?
1: Yep, Hennessy will pilot. He says, uh, the stupid astromech we are blowing up a perfectly fine barge for. Nice jump, Gronk.
0: You get a thumbs up from the Gamorian as
1: he's still kneeling
0: next to you in that action pose. He
1: just winks at me.
3: (laughs) Which is Gamorian thumbs up. There's going to be a daisy chain of... Hennessey trying to flirt with Lina and Gronk now hitting on on his new boss, uh <laughs> Hennessey. Hennessey will flirt with
1: Gronk as well. He's pretty pansexual. He's a Yes, I'm sure. He loves all of love. Yes. Um, do you need me to make a piloting check? Because I would like to turn the barge and drive it underneath the exploding barge to get onto the other side, where all the action is. What?
4: Okay.
0: So you're gonna roll Piloting Planeteer. Yep. And you have an exploding ship above you, so that sounds like a hard task, so you've got uh, three purple coming your way.
3: Okay. Um, and I'd like to can we get a light side point to give him a bonus by flip, scrabbles up the glaive and jumps up to the front of the, the ship and starts pointing out as, like, debris starts raining down for uh, Hennessey to dodge. Does he- Go left!
5: Go left! <laughs> Right, right, left, right, oh, down!
3: No, we're on a boat. I gotta say starboard and
1: port.
5: That doesn't matter right now.
1: No, proper protocol must be obeyed.
0: So uh, upgrade one of your dice, one of your green dice. I have,
1: I got a triumph. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, just the triumph and then a threat.
0: Yeah, you make it to the other side. The uh, skiff takes a little damage, uh, the threat. So there's some system strain going on there. And you pop out on the other side. You pop out just in time to see another skiff comes floating up next to you. And you see uh, Princess Leia is there with the three prisoners you guys have been watching. One of them is the Jedi. And there's another person on there who doesn't seem to be a threat. Uh, He seems to be piloting the skiff. And you see as they extend down this long little tube that magnetizes on the bottom feet protocol droid and it picks it up and then picks up the astromech droid you guys have been watching earlier and Leia looks over at Linon smiles and just points towards the nearest city and kind of nods her head directing you guys to go that way.
5: Linon nods back and then yelling to the guy in the dark outfit and says so where did you get that weapon from?
0: He just kind of looks at you and smiles and just says I built it, but now is not the time to discuss <laughs> this. The
4: explosion goes off in the back.
0: Their skiff is starting to head off into the sunset.
5: Yeah, Linda's like, that's fair.
0: Hennessy, where do you fly the skiff to?
5: Well,
1: I'm torn. I kind of want to go save Boba Fett, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I will pull up beside the skiff and do the secret um, salute of the capes Club okay. to Lando All right. because he... I'm a card-carrying member of the Capes Club.
0: <laughs> he smiles and salutes back. Flip, your camera pops behind the two skiffs as they go off into the distance in the sunset and go over a sand dune.
3: And as they sail into the sunset, you hear Flip ask, So Gronk, uh, you play any
5: instruments?
4: Na- name's not Gronk. I'm Blue.
0: And I'll learn.
5: Lina pats Hennessy on the shoulder and says, you did a good job.
0: And the skiffs sail off into the sunset. Well, as our heroes sail off into the sunset, joining the rebellion, I just want to take a moment and say thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this as much as we enjoyed playing the game. I am Chris Berlue, the Game Master for the Redemption podcast, a Star Wars AP set during the Clone Wars. I am also lucky enough to be a player on a Shadow of the Demon Lord actual play called Tales of Blood and Stone. I can be reached on Twitter at berlu chris. The talented person you heard playing Lena is Kikers, also known as Be a Space Cat on Twitter and other social media outlets, is from the actual play Splinters of a Broken Sun, set in an original sci-fi slash fantasy setting currently using the fate system. The energy behind Flip-T was provided by Jason from the Mouse Guardians podcast, an actual play of the Mouse Guard 2nd Edition RPG. Check their website out at mouseguardians.simplecast.fm. Last but not least, the brilliant mind behind Hennessy Rebo is Kyle, the DM and producer of Tavern Tales, a weekly podcast set in the Tales from the Yawning Portal campaign module. Check him out on Twitter at TavernTalesDM. And because I couldn't fit the entire song in during the actual show, I'd like to leave you with a full version of Hennessy Rebo's so why they call it a vice. Thank you again.
2: It's not right that we it all and can't abide. Yes a fight. Take you were right, but it's just might, Might have been the Thrust her head. Chasing, chasing all your dreams, all your idle schemes. Winding up, dunking under blaster beams. Wondering if those, well, those were your screams. Lucky you didn't wind up, wind up dead. And say, do you. Do you want to make a deal? Well, how does it feel? Yeah, how does it feel? That first hit is spice. It's like sugar's so nice. There ain't no price why they call it a vice. Floating on the breeze, a hand between your knees, huffing Kasati from the grease, from that, night, that, never running moon. Never understood why they say it ain't no good, it's a space station. Cause that's, that's no moon. You used to fly a Nubian as a, a diplomat. Carrying on your shoulder a pale, frail, off-cat. Ain't it hard when you discovered that it all wasn't where it's at. And you lost everything, uh, everything. In that deal Well how does it feel But well, Tell me how does it feel That first hit is spice <laughs> Like sugar, so nice There ain't no price so why they call it
4: advice?
2: Oh, princess on a steeple, and all the pretty people. They're all drinking, thinking that they so they've got it made. Exchanging all the precious gifts But you better take your carbonite hand You better, you better pawn it, babe Yeah, you used to be so amused At jabbing dragon, a the language lady used Go to him; he calls you cause you, you can't refuse When you ain't got nothing, you got nothing to lose You're invisible now, got no, no secrets to conceal Well, how does it feel? Uh, How does it feel? Jabba's palace so nice Like sugar spice there ain't no price So why they call it a bar?